What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 50, the big 5-0 of the No Mercy podcast. We got a little bit back to our roots today. I was excited about it. I was ecstatic about this one. Uh, we started off the podcast talking a little bit about our stance on the QAnon movement and March 4th and how we're fucking done with it. Just fucking stop already. I don't want to say what I said on the pod, so we'll let you listen to it. But fucking just move on, guys. Move the fuck on. Uh, and then we got back to our roots. We got back to digging down rabbit holes. We went down the Tiger Woods conspiracy rabbit hole. Was he killed? Was this a hit by the Illuminati? And Bobby did some phenomenal digging, which is amazing because he's so retarded. But he did some phenomenal digging on why this was an Illuminati hit and ties to Jupiter and Saturn and numerology and Gematria. And then I tied some stuff in. We talked about Dwayne Wade. We played a little game for Kim Kardashian, who she's going to be dating next. Really funny part. We're going to do a draft next week. Uh, and then we got into the liberalism in schools and how they're fucking pushing social justice. Uh, we hit a lot of topics. It was a lot of fun. Back to the old school. Uh, really excited for the track this is on. And we will be back next week in full effect, 100%. Uh, and we'll be back to the old no mercy. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. Any, uh, we did some AMAs. We answered some questions you guys had. You guys posted AMAs all over my Twitter. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't have a Twitter. All over my Instagram. So a lot of fun. A lot of questions answered. And uh, that's it. I'm done talking. Fuck it. Listen to the episode. Hit it, Bobby. Well, it's the No Mercy Podcast with Tommy G. We sure like talking about conspiracies. The party begins when we're four drinks deep. That's when we start trying to red pill the sheep. Create the mayhem. We create the mayhem. The bot is a gay alien. Create the mayhem, we create the mayhem. The bot is a gay alien. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 50. No Mercy has turned 50 of the No Mercy podcast. I'm excited for this episode, and I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be honest. Probably the first No Mercy I've been excited about in months, um, in a long time. And I'll tell you why in a minute. But first, let me introduce my little buddy over here, this little fella, Bob's Lessons. What up, Bobby? <laughs> I'm 50. Dude, I'm, I'm so excited. Dude, I've been... I've been uh, boy. I'm 50 years old. Um, <laughs> dude, yeah, same thing with me, man. I've been like, here's what I'm noticing about myself. Um, I've been going down rabbit holes for fun again. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've been doing that, but like I've been like deep diving into some major rabbit holes. Um, just like, for example, like I've really wanted to get into like dissecting all the crazy shit in these fucking children's movies. I went down to Tiger Woods rabbit hole the other day. So it's like I'm like fresh and like ready to get back to like some of the shit that we've been doing. I, I I've. So I've been in a little different world, but kind of moving back towards your world. So I think I needed Mm -hmm. you to take the lead on it. As you guys know, the last podcast was titled The Great Reset, right? I think The Great No Mercy Reset or whatever the fuck we titled it. I don't remember. Yeah. But it was basically about us getting back to our roots, right? And that really wasn't the episode we were going to do it on. That was the episode we were telling you we were going to do it on. So this is the first episode where we're going to get back. I, You're getting down the rabbit hole path. I've had to focus on my sports business, my mental health, my life, my friends, my family, like all the things that I basically neglected for nine months during fucking Trumpgate uh, when that shit was going on. And we'll talk about that in a minute. 
but I'm actually back to doing things for me, you know, which is mm-hmm. comfortable because I'm very selfish, Bob. <laughs> very. Yeah. Uh, That's where you were supposed to jump in and, and agree with me. Well, here's the thing. Like most r- true selfish people don't understand and are willing to admit that they're selfish. So mm. maybe you're not as selfish as you think. Well, I mean, listen, it's 5D chess on some level, but uh, maybe I'm just trying, maybe I'm just pandering because people will assume that. Who knows? But, but I really like it. I, I like to believe I'm selfless. I'm, I'm either, I'm too far extreme. I either do everything for everyone else or I do everything for myself. So I go through these roller coasters. I think you do it too a little bit. It's where, called bipolar, Tommy. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was going to go maybe like psychopath or something. Yeah, but well, yeah, same I, thing. I'll yeah, take yeah. bipolar over that. At least same I can family. Blame, <laughs> at least I can blame something else for it. But, you know, I go to extremes, right? I'm either doing everything for everyone else or I'm doing everything for me. And it's, and it's mm-hmm. just like I'm never driving 50 miles per hour, right? I'm either parked or going 100. And I've finally gotten my life driving, you know, 69 miles an hour. You know, mm. I'm still not driving 50, but I'm at a good pace. I'm in a good spot. Needed to fucking clear everything. It's been great. And uh, I'm excited to pivot this podcast. And I think what you're going to do, you're back down the rabbit hole world. And the Tiger Woods one, I can't wait to get into because I'm not down it. And I can't wait to hear what you have to say about it because all you told me was wait for the pod. Um, yeah. But I've been looking more into like the bullshit that's going on in the schools and the fucking I've been trying to do funnier videos and stuff like that, like and, and just just get back into the fun stuff and really get into everything that's going on with the cryptocurrencies and the stock market and the place people need me. Right. Like right, I felt like right. people needed me at some point on some level, maybe not much, maybe a little but I felt like over the summer we needed to rally people to get Trump into office. And that was my role. And that was what I felt like I needed to do. And we failed and it's over. He's done. He's out. Stop it. March 4th. Nothing's happening. And you're going to keep saying shit's happening for the next fucking year and a half. I'm out of that. I'm not blackpilled. I don't think Trump you know, is bad. I just I'm out of it. I think the need now, Bob, is help people make money, help people laugh, help people fucking learn a little bit, help people, you know, dive into the Illuminati and sex trafficking and the shit that would fuck us got us here. So mm-hmm. we're about to pivot this podcast long term. Uh, this week is the first week we're going to do it. Next week, we're going to get really back into the old roots and all that. And basically, there's there's a lot of awesome stuff that we plan on bringing to the table. And honestly, I'm real excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about it too, man, because like there's so many different routes that we can go. And, and I'm kind of where you are too. I'm one foot in, one foot out. I do think that, you know, the world of politics and news and sports and everything, they all end up colliding. So, I mean, you know, there are going to be times in which I am going to mention that, but even with like what you were mentioning, like with a lot of the stuff going on with, uh, with, with education and indoctrination, I mean, those are one of, that's, that's uh, my ballpark too, because uh, that's where I got my master's in was teaching. So I, I, I'm immersed in the world of a lot of the like new progressivism going on with curriculum based learning. And um, so, you know, I got a lot to offer with that, too. So, I mean, there's so many different topics, whether evergreen or topical that can be mentioned. But the key thing really is entertainment and fun, which is good for me, because like like I was saying, like if I'm self-motivated to go down rabbit holes, that means I'm having fun doing it. Right. Right. And, and that's really what it is. For me too, because I enjoy helping people make money. That's why I love the the betting side at Four Deep Bets. You know, I love it. Like when they win, I'm happier than if I win, right? Like that's mm-hmm. so. If it, whether it's GameStop or crypto or whatever the fuck it is, 
I'm excited to start going back down these. And you better damn well believe we're going to be talking about adrenochrome and aliens. And I think <laughs> right out the gate, dude, we're going to be going right into some Illuminati devil shit tied to Tiger Woods, which merges all the worlds that you're that. But before we do that, I think we, we owe it to everyone listening to make a statement about what's going on. You know, we'll address shit. We're not going to just avoid stuff that's happening. But I have found, Bob, that the QAnon movement, of which Breaking the Matrix, episode number 28, I believe, in June, me and you kind of stepped away from Q and then mm-hmm. got dragged back into it somehow in November and went all in Q. And then for me, the exit point for me was when the fucking My Pillow guy was the dude who was like the leader of the movement all of a sudden. That's when I was just like, I'm out, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm rooting for you. I would love nothing more than a Trump quantum internet. I would love nothing more than a Trump social media. I would love nothing more than Biden to get arrested at the White House and March 4th, March 4th fucking Joe Biden's out and Trump's in. I, I'm fucking rooting for it out the ass. I'm just not talking about it anymore. So if you guys want to lead that charge, I can't lead a charge that I don't fully believe in and I don't believe any of that shit's happening anymore. Not blackpilled. Just don't believe it's fucking happening. It's not happening. Move the fuck on. We fucking lost. It's okay. The Illuminati's still real. The cabal's still real. Space is still fake and gay. I still think there's lizard people roaming the earth. I still think everything else we talked about is real that we did for the first fucking 40 episodes of this podcast. And we're going to go back to talking about that shit. I just don't give a fuck about politics anymore. And I'm done. And if you still think that the military is going to arrest Joe Biden in the fucking White House or that he's in a fake White House or whatever, I'm good with you. I'm not isolating you. The same way I told the Dylan Wheelers and the black-pilled people, you can be out of the movement without trying to attack people who have different views than you. I'm not attacking anyone. I'm still all for it. I want it. I'm just done being a face of that part of it. I'm out of politics, Bob. Yeah, and it, it, I kind of feel the same way. It's uh, and I know where you wanted to answer some questions on this podcast, but there was yeah. a statement that I really liked. Um, I'll just go ahead and read it because it yeah, we can we can work them in throughout. Yeah. Um, Tracy Horton Bradley said, uh, it seems many are paralyzed until March 4th, roll up our sleeves, get back to work. So, I mean, I agree with that statement. Like, like don't be paralyzed till fucking March 4th, March 4th is the new date. We keep pushing this shit back. There's going to be another day after that. There's going to be another one. That's the whole point. Like get back to work. So if you come to me with a video saying, Hey, Joe Biden is really not in the white house. He hasn't been on air force one. He's operating out of castle rock entertainment. It's a fake white house. And you want to show me some evidence that, that points to this type of thing. Fine. I'll listen to it. I'll believe I, you know, like I have no issue with taking in that information and seeing if it's legitimate, but I'm not going to die on the Hill right now. I'm going to like, like what Tracy was saying, I'm going to, I'm going to get back to work on a lot of this other stuff. There's a lot more other areas that I feel like, you know, my attention would be best served than to sit on that March 4th date. Yeah, no, I've already talked to people and everyone's just, well, if it's not March 4th, no, no, my date was January 20th. That was it. That was my drop dead on it. And that's what it is. And uh, I do want to bring out a post of mine, Bob, from February 12th, where uh, I said, stop waiting for someone to come save you. By that time, you'll be in a jail or FEMA camp. Wake the fuck up and get ready to not be saved. This is and always was about us saving ourselves. If you aren't on board with this, stay the fuck out of my circle. I'm trusting one plan, my own. And that's where I stand. That's where I sit. And 
I know you're in the same boat and I'm probably moving out of Jersey pretty soon. So I'm still going to go through with a lot of it. Maybe, you know, unless shit, once I start seeing things, Bob hit my doorstep, like a 62% tax rate or a mandatory vaccine. Once I see the signs of that coming, cause you know, it's coming at some point. Once that starts coming, I'm out of Dodge. So I didn't lie about anything. I'm still going to get the fuck out of here. I still think we should build communities and networks and we're still going to be pushing forward, you know, Patriot communities, whether it's four deep or anything else. Like I love all that, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, I hate to say it, Bob, but I'm starting to feel like people are fucking nuts. Uh, they're starting to say it. I mean, it's been like that for a long time. It's just that you're like in the capital of nutsville. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like that's where you are. Yeah. I mean, there are, and I, and I'll stress this point every episode if I have to, Go out into the sticks, man. There's some normal people out there in the countryside. This is a big country we live in. Just to even think about the state of New York. I mean, the little tiny Isle of Manhattan controls the affairs of that great big giant state. You know, so I mean, New York is a giant state. There's a lot of people out there, you know, that are level headed, you know, that are being controlled by the, you know, the, that tiny little strip of the Isle of Manhattan. You know, that's why we always talk about how, uh, you know, there's a reason why we have an electoral college is to distribute uh, the power among everybody. I mean, yeah. And I was even talking about our own people are nuts. Like people. Oh, I didn't about our own no, 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 no. That's you're, you're right. But I mean, yeah. they're, they're like, like when, when we're a conspiracy theorist and I'm looking around going, yo, that shit's crazy. Like, yeah. you know, that's when at least I know, okay, I'm getting my level head back. That was here in August. Well, let's talk about that because it's the same thought process that happens on both sides where like you're, unwilling to accept information that conflicts with your belief. That's when you know you're too emotionally invested in one thing where you're only searching for news that just backs up your statement rather than trying, you know, play devil's advocate with your own beliefs sometimes and try to find contradictory views that will, you know, challenge your beliefs. That's what I think. You always have to challenge what you believe so that you can solidify whether or not, you know, what your, your, your thought process is on the right track or whether or not you need to change course. I mean, it's, it's critical. And a lot of people ask me the question, um, why are so many people still all in queue when, you know, none of the shit that was supposed to happen happened? Right. And, and I have a simple answer. It's going to piss some people off. We'll probably lose 30 percent of our listeners. But I, I've come to the decision that I don't care about having I, I don't care. I'm not pandering to anyone anymore. I'm not I'm not right. doing anything. It, I, I didn't do it ever, but I kind of felt like I got dragged into it a little bit. I feel like I got psyoped right by mm-hmm. whoever the fuck that was feeding me this information. I don't even talk to the kid anymore. And I told him if he ever brings his friend around me. Um, who was, you know, character. I'm like, I'll, I'll fucking kill him. Like, this is crazy. Like what, like, I feel like I was targeted, right. To like pull me all the way in. And that's my fault for letting it happen. I'm not blaming anyone. But for me, I think one thing everyone has to step back and look at as is the fear that we mentioned 150 times. Cause if you remember in the summer, we were getting trolled for not being Q enough. Right. We got yeah. tagged with that all the time. Everyone got on us for questioning Q and the plan and the movement. And uh, the we whole got thing tagged on both ends, though, we got tagged for right. not being Q enough. And then you had an article written saying you were the leader, the of, the leader of the QAnon movement. Right. And I still get pestered for being like a Q person. I never mentioned that shit ever. Like after the January 6th attack, like the Q talk started talking again, coming up again with me. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like. Like we were not like a like major like 
fucking uh you know fans of it yeah ever really i mean like i i talked about on episode how i thought it was military intelligence you know like a year and a half ago and you guess what like like just like anything else i've talked about things can get compromised so even within legitimate movements and this we talked about this in the in the matrix episode that there have been other movements that have been compromised that started out as benevolent and then ended up you know, being taken over by some type of entity, whether it's Drudge Report, yep. Anonymous. I made those two references, mm-hmm. but there's countless other examples. And and I really implore you guys, you've heard me mention it numerous times. I really am imploring you to go listen to the Breaking the Matrix episode again in retrospect from June, uh, from, you know, literally six to eight months ago. Go listen to everything we said back then. And it's you could even start it at like the 40 minute mark. I think that's when we started talking about it and go listen to it and you'll understand. Don't forget, you know, that I, my number one fear with this movement was that it was causing complacency. That was my number one fear that everyone's no longer free thinking and they're just blindly following and trusting imaginary things. And that's my problem with a lot of different areas of life. And people ask me, well, why are so many people still all in on the fact that the military is going to arrest Trump and this, that, and that. My answer, Bob, is this. If you just look at the, the QAnon movement, it's a lot of nerds. Like, let's just fucking be honest. I don't care if I piss anyone off during this round. It's a lot of fucking nerds, right? And I love them. I was a raver. I used to play basketball with the fucking uh, Indian and Asian kids in the AP class after school, right after I left football practice to go play with the jocks. And then I used to play hacky sack with the fucking skaters. Like, I was literally a raver for four years wearing UFO pants and a visor, hanging out with people with blue hair, eating ecstasy pills, getting massages <laughs> against a speaker. Like, you know, like I'm fucking I, I'm a nerd at heart. You know, like I went to fucking Bill. You know, it's funny you say that because, you know, how like the nerds always tried to get in with the jocks. I always felt like I was kind of the opposite. I was like a mm-hmm. semi jock that, would you know, that played you know, two varsity sports, but I always wanted to fit in with the nerds. Yes, it was weird. Too. I always wanted to be accepted by the nerds. Like, like it was like, I almost made it like, you know, like part of like, like my social gap, like to invite nerds to my parties, to go to their <laughs> gatherings, to like, like become friends with them in school. Like I wanted to be part of the nerd circle. I don't know I why. Mean, well, I mean, listen, you succeeded like crazy. You're the biggest <laughs> fucking nerd I know. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, let's just be real. That's what this movement is. This is, a, you know, this movement probably has a lot of cutters, a lot of people who don't make much money, a lot of people who live in their mom's basement, a lot of people who felt lost and isolated and didn't have any friends because they were conspiracy theorists. You know, a lot of 150, you know, 150 pound, six foot three guys and a lot of five foot four, 350 pound guys. Right. Like and everything <laughs> in between. Like if you look at the QAnon movement, like it's not a very good looking, accepted, you know, athletic, get laid, get fucked type of group. Right. Like I think it became every, that, though. <laughs> right. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Right. So. Yeah, yeah. But when you think about it, you're dealing with a lot of people and I'm one of them. I was all in this fucking Trump movement. I was all in that he couldn't lose. I mean, I lost like fucking $50,000 when Trump lost the election. Like mm-hmm. I, I, not, I put my money where my mouth. I still, once we start the YouTube show that we're starting in a week or two, Bill Rupp still has to make me eat a dick. So he's either going to smack his balls on my face. Like I'm still paying out all these things. Right. So that was actually my- one of the questions that was asked over and over again. Yeah, no, his dick. yeah. I mean, the <laughs> thing I think about it is it has to be uh, he's downgraded it. I've heard in the chat in the sports discord for deep bets. He uh, he downgraded it to he wants to smack his balls on my head. So, oh. I mean, listen, how much did you pay him to quote downgrade? Yeah, no, I swear to God, I, dude, I swear to God. Like the bet was eat a dick. 
So, you know, <laughs> I, like, I'm like, dude, I said it on the Discord. I got fucking a thousand witnesses. I said, whatever you want me to do, you do. And he's like, I may still put my dick in your mouth or I may just beat you over the face with my balls. I don't know. You know, like, does he really want to put his dick in my mouth? I, I don't know if he, I have to say yes if he does. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? But, um, you know, I'm still paying Did off. Did you pull some reverse psychology on him to get him, like, to, uh, you know, agree to smack in his balls on your face instead. Like, no, I think what happened is he, I think it's almost like, you know, when someone says suck my dick and they they point at their dick and then you get like, maybe I'm alone in this. (laughs) You get on your knees and you go, I put it in my fucking mouth. Ah, like that's what I always do. That's what I do. And then I fucking talk shit to him. Like, come here, give me your fucking dick, pull your pants down. And you start pulling, come on, put it in my mouth. And then they're like, uh, uh, you know, like it sounds cool until you got to do it. (laughs) And then you kind of cuck them by, by, you know, like, you know, that's what I do all the time. So um, that's what I said. I go, bro, put that shit in my fucking face. Like put it in my, I'll bite that fucking shit off, but put it in my mouth. And he's just like, oh, maybe I. So who knows where he goes with it? I don't know. But I'm so saying now my job is to convince Bill to put his dick. Don't in do it. I don't get. Listen, <laughs> it's a fucking bet. I like, pay Bill, off. it's not gay if it's business. All right, yeah. this is okay. business. Galati always pays his debts. Yeah, from Game, exactly. Game, of, Game, of, Game of Thrones. A Lannister always pays his bets. Um, <laughs> but so 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 when you look at the movement, Bob, it's pretty simple to understand that you have a lot of people in this movement who I love dearly now. Like even some of the people I'm talking about, like I love them dearly. Like I've made a lot of great friends and I feel bad for uh, we all got fucked in this thing. We all got duped. We all look bad. We all have egg on our face and everyone thinks we're fucking idiots. Right. Every time I go to talk to Bill or anyone about the moon being fake, they're like, and you thought Trump was going to get you know overturn an election. You know, so it's a scarlet letter on us for eternity. All of us. Mm-hmm. We went all in. We all have the same scarlet letter. The difference is. Some of us are going, my bad, fuck that one up. Let's move on to something else. And some of us are doubling, tripling, and quadrupling down, right? And the people quadrupling down, I feel bad for them because I know it's no longer about the fact that they really believe that. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's about the fact yeah. that they finally were a part of something bigger than themselves and they were the cool kids and they were the right kids. That's and they, really what it comes down yeah, to. Man. It comes they, down to being accepted. That's yeah. really what it comes down to. And it sucks because they grew their Twitter following from 40 to 4,000. And, you know, the people wanted to hear them and they started podcasts and shows and they were relevant. They were national. They were being tagged in the news and being wiped off the Internet. I mean, as much as that sounds like a bad thing, it's a badge of honor for a lot of people, right? Like, you know, the nerd fucking, you know, can run around going, I got fucking taken off the Internet because I was too controversial. Like, whoa, you know, so. I feel like a lot of people are just still clinging on to this complete fucking nonsense because they and just that's know why it. I went after. Remember, we had that big debate about that one person that I went after, and that was the reason why I went after that person mm-hmm. is because they went from being a nerd to being the bully that they all fucking hate, you know, right. and that that's the thing that fucking just I couldn't. And, and, and honestly, that turned me off partially to the movement as well with some of the people involved in it, as well as, you know, like I was, you know, I was saying, don't let the followers, you know, ruin the band. I made that reference before. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, just like you were saying with, with um, I, and I always forget the guy's name who knew when to get out of the stock market. When I knew to, how to get out of queue was when I, the average person coming up to me saying, hey, big booms next week. Trust the plan. Trust the plan. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, like. 
I feel like I got duped like, like the yeah. first year and a half, you know, and that's when I just, I stopped sharing QAnon related material, you know, cause right. I, I was, you know, I will admit that for the first year and a half that, you know, I was following the post and there was a, that we always talk about and we'll say it again, fucking ad nauseum that there's good information. And mm -hmm. you can pull good information out of any campaign, even if it is a disinformation campaign, because of part of disinformation is giving breadcrumbs of truth. Of course. Yeah. And, we, and we've been steadfast on that. I don't think anything yeah. wrong. I mean, the, the thing that's going on right now is you get a lot of people that, like I said, I feel bad for who just they know if we have to accept that we were wrong, where do they go? They mm -hmm. go back to 2015 when they were nobody and nothing. And I feel bad. I'm not I'm not being a dick here. I know I'd be a dick. I'm a dick a lot of time. I'm not being a dick here. I'm just stating the truth. And there's nowhere to fit in and there's nowhere to go. And now you're even more embarrassed and more discredited because now you're a nerd with a scarlet letter, you know, right. and, and it's unfortunate. And that's what I want to make people aware of that. You could search for anything. For instance, I'll give you a perfect example here. Um, we all know Skylab is basically like, you know, borderline cabal, right? Amazon was tweeting in favor of Sky, Skylab was the one that was going to save the internet and all that shit. Right. So, you know, Skylab's borderline cabal, if they're not full blown cabal, we called the parlor fucking debacle. Now all the fucking movement. Oh, we, I mean, well, you <laughs> did. We, you I love did. it when you attach yourself to that shit. <laughs> uh, I didn't like it, but you did. <laughs> but so we called the parlor uh, movement, but you know now everyone hates parlor. Fuck parlor. Fuck parlor. And it's the same shit I used to always say. We love Tucker. Fuck Tucker. We love this. Fuck this. We love Ted mm -hmm. Cruz. Fuck Ted Cruz. We love Newsmax. Fuck Newsmax. We love you know like just this rapid fucking flapping back and forth from people. And the problem with that is that right now Skylab uh, had a meeting like in fucking Mar-a-Lago. Mm. Like the fucking Amazon tweeted in their favor, the C CMO or VP of Parler is now with Skylab and they just, they're meeting Trump in Mar-a-Lago. And I was like, mm. well, what's, what's there? well, there's got to be a reason behind. No, there doesn't anymore, guys. There doesn't anymore. Hmm. You said there was a reason behind everything and none of it happened. Like, no, like it's fine. It's okay. We were fucking wrong. Just keep it moving. There's still a, millions of patriots out there that are lost, just like me and Bobby and everyone, we're all fucking lost still. We don't know what the fuck's going on and we're scared and we're, everyone's lost, but let's just be real. Let's not turn into the fucking left and just become, not accept the results of the fucking election. They stole the election from us. We know that. That is a fact. I will never support Joe Biden. I will never be in favor of anything. I know the NWO is coming after us. They when we said accept the fucking results, we just wanted them to shut the fuck up and stop screaming about Russia, Russia, Russia. Right. Well, we're right about this election being stolen. But if you don't have a solution for something, stop fucking complaining about it. This is something I tell to my staff at every company when they complain. I go, what's your solution? If you don't have a solution, shut the fuck up. They stole the election from us. Fact. They did. They got away with it. And we lost. So now we got four years of this fucking old piece of shit. He'll probably drop dead in a year or so and Kamala Harris will take over and fucking then we got three years of that bitch. But that's reality. That's what's happening. So we still need to stay together. We still need groups of us, but we need to fucking let go of Q, let go of the plan, let go of the military surrounding the Pentagon, let go of the fucking movie scene and in Biden's inauguration. Who gives a fuck? Who's going to stop it now? 
even if it was a movie set, even if the signatures on the check are fake, who's going to stop it? I'm fairly certain that a billionaire Donald Trump's plan wasn't to give up his whole life to become the most powerful man in the entire world to then save the world as a civilian. He could have just skipped the middle part and done that. He already had millions of followers and billions of dollars. He didn't need to. So obviously something got fucked up and, he, and, it, and it got sideways. It doesn't mean he's bad. It means he lost. And we lost. They took it from us. The fact that they stole the election from us, I feel like we take that as an L because we should have seen that coming and stopped it because we all knew it was going to happen. So for me, it's just I find it hard to believe that a civilian now is going to save the world after being the most powerful man in the world. That sounds fucking retarded to me. And the my pillow guy isn't going to be the one giving you the inside information. And Lynn fucking Wood is a complete fraud and scam artist lawyer. And every politician's a fucking scumbag. And Dan Bongino, who everyone listens to and loves, well, I'm taking credit for this one, Bob, because you were Parler. I was Bongino. Is the fuck everyone turned on Parler, but did you forget about Bongino? Like what? We just let him off the hook? The dude is the face of Parler. You think he didn't fucking know? So like for us, let's just get back to doing what we can do to solve the problem. And that's red pill people. That's enlightened people. That's make people laugh. And that's organize. And that's just figure out what we're going to do going forward. And those of you who are in and want to be a part of this journey and want to stay united and want to you know, continue to grow communities and talk about the things we can change, the serenity prayer, you know, accept the things I cannot change, like accept that we can't change that shit. Let's fucking go. But anyone who wants to be pandered to and told that the military is going to arrest Joe Biden on March 4th and Trump's going to become the president, I'm going to go on record right now and you could save this recording. That shit ain't motherfucking happening. So get your head out of your fucking ass and we can move on. No, I mean, I think you covered it all. And I think, you know, the whole idea of pandering is disingenuous and I never like to pander. I always like to, you know, explain things how I see it. I never tell people what to believe, what to see. It's just how I see it. And whenever I get new, you know, clusters of data, I may go into a different direction and I'm not afraid to admit when I'm wrong. And I use the Graham Hancock theory all the time about how he wrote a book in the 90s and then, you know, wrote a book 20 years later, basically debunking his his previous book, saying, I have new sets of information. Awesome. I was wrong. Okay. And those are the type of people I like to get on board with. Now, there's other people like, for example, because he got in debates with his Egyptologists about when the pyramids were built and all this other shit. Now, imagine if you have your entire life's work is work is wrapped up in the pyramids and, and the specific dating of the pyramids. And then a new cluster of data comes and shows that water erosion patterns prove that these pyramids might be might have been erected 10,000 years earlier and uh you know you've all this work and you you've won awards and you're doing lectures okay what are you going to do at that point are you going to say listen i have new information all that shit that mm -hmm. i wrote is wrong or are you going to fucking double down and just mm -hmm. lead people astray just to save your own fucking pride I think that's the important thing that needs to be realized here is what are you willing to do? You know, I mean, we put, you know, six to nine months into a specific type of work, if you want to call it. It was work. <laughs> it was yeah. more work than I've ever done in my life for less it money was. than I've ever made in my life. And we can all agree that we think comprehensively this election was stolen. Even if you just look on YouTube, Even like the on liberals the White think House. That. Even the liberals I, think that. Yeah, everyone dude, knows that. I haven't seen one person that's been extremely excited, A, when Joe Biden won, no. and B, of any of the policies that he's implemented since being into office. I haven't seen anybody that's been excited about anything he has done. You go on YouTube, go on the White House page, anytime he gives a live speech, 
and I tell I say this a lot. Do not underestimate the power of the up to down vote ratio. That shows you a lot of, of you know, taking tabs on what where the culture is. And a lot of times they have to disable the chats and the comments because of uh-huh. all the negative comments. And every time Joe Biden speaks, the viewership is low and the down vote to upvote ratio is like 66 percent down. Nobody wanted this guy's president. But the fact of the matter is they fucking stole this election. And now they put a fucking wall of all things around fucking D.C. and around the fucking Capitol building. Uh-huh. You know, so everything other than that is pure speculation at this point. You know, so we've said this before. There are things that we were right about. There are things that we were wrong about. But there's one thing that's certain. We know the election was stolen. So now the question is, where do we go now? Yeah. And I think you're doing yourself a disservice if you hang on to the QAnon theory, especially considering how many times has QAnon posted since the election? I need you to think about things like that, you know, and 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 who is still on board with you? Who, who has been, you know... In, in the fucking trenches with you this whole time and who has abandoned you. So, I mean, like, you have to think about these types of things. So, you know, even talking about this right now is fucking exhausting. Right. <laughs> it doesn't, like, it doesn't. We were like, like two minutes and we're 30 minutes in still talking about this. Well, stuff. it's yeah. funny because, like, I'm on Twitter right now and as we're talking about this, nice. Tom Brady... Yeah, it's really nice because uh, I know we had talked about Tom Brady earlier and he reposted uh, that image of him holding a goat 10 minutes ago. Stop. Oh, I, swear wow. to, I swear to God. Dude, right, well, at it right now. That's a good pivot then. So yes. what we want to talk about here, um, Bobby did a fantastic job uh, of the Tiger Woods rabbit hole. And there's a good transition because this is, you know, topical. It's pop culture. Even people who don't follow sports know Tiger Woods. But I have my takes on it. But, Bobby, I'm going to let you kind of lead this, um, even though I'm way better than you at rabbit holes in the red. I'm going to give you a little cookie here. And I'm going to let yeah, you lead yeah. this and fill us in on even what happened to Tiger Woods. Um, for those of you that don't know, Tiger Woods is probably the most famous golfer in the history of the world. I can't imagine you don't know who he is. But for those of you that don't follow his career – he was the best ever, the best to ever do it by like a mile and was going to shatter every record. Then he had a big fucking scandal with cheating on his wife and like a hundred girls came forward. Some were claiming sexual harassment, the normal cabal um, embarrassment, buck breaking, you know, sacrifice. Like, all right, we gave you all those fucking, you know, those green jackets. Now you got to fucking get embarrassed publicly and pay off your sacrifice. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. he had that moment. And then he tried to make his comeback and had a little bit of a comeback. And now he's pretty much useless. Like he's there, but he doesn't win. And he's fucking, you know, more disappointing than good. And all of a sudden, the other day, Tiger Woods gets in a near fatal car accident. Right. And we have some details on this and some interesting things. So, Bobby, let's get back to old school. No mercy now. And talk me through the reasons why the cabal did this. Well, it was just so weird because a couple weeks ago, I remember think I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, I haven't heard from Tiger Woods in a long time. Like Tiger Woods has pretty much disappeared. And then this accident happened. So, you know, it's always like, and here's the thing, like I'm just going to throw some shit out there. I'm not going to claim that this is what it is. I'm just throwing shit out there because like I look at patterns and w- the first pattern obviously is the one car collision. We've seen so many of those one car collisions, right? Um, whether it was Paul Walker or even like dating back to the nineties where you'd like left eye from TLC getting run off the road, you know, all mm-hmm. these one car collisions. We've talked about smart cars and being able to, you know, take over the motherboard and run these fucking cars. So, I mean, he gets run off the road or, you know, crashes his vehicle flips several times, one car collision. 
Um, Hold on. Let me just read this. I'll read this to you because it helps, you know, in your thing, because the time is important, too, that it was like seven in the morning. You know, this yeah. wasn't like 1.30 a.m. or something. This was right, like in the right, morning right. and they tried to claim there was no drugs or alcohol in the system or anything. Woods was injured in a single car rollover collision. Remember that word, rollover. Rollover collision that occurred at roughly 7.12 a.m. Pacific time. The crash took place as he traveled north on Hawthorne Boulevard at Black Horse Road. Remember that. In Los Angeles. It occurred at the border of Rolling Hills Estates. So he had a <laughs> rollover car crash at Rolling Hill Estates. And Rancho Palos Verdes, roughly 30 miles downtown. So that's what took place. He flipped his car. He rolled his car on rolling hills. Yeah. Well, that is funny that you said that because the first thing, there are two things that made me go down the rabbit hole. The first, like you were saying, um, was the street that he he flipped on was Black Horse, right? Was Black Horse Street? Mm, Black Horse Road, yeah. Black Horse Road and Black Horse is like the third horse of like the four horses of the apocalypse, you know, like four horsemen of the apocalypse. So I was like, oh, shit. And yeah. then I was like and then he was driving like a Genesis. And I was like, oh, God. And yeah. and then the well, day explain the Genesis people mean like, you know, like people may assume people don't know anything you're talking about. Well, I, you know, when I look at Genesis, like Genesis, um, there's many different, you know, a new beginning. Um, also, like as far as Genesis is concerned, it's the first mention, I believe, of the Nephilim was in Genesis six. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and they and they use these names a lot. Like even with Sega, you have Sega Genesis, yeah. Sega Saturn. And, you know, um, we always talk about Saturn and the obsession with Saturn. So before Saturn, there was a Genesis. So I saw Genesis and then the date at which he died, which was February 23rd and we talk about the mirroring well, and the died. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he crashed. So I'm still in like Kobe Bryant. I know, I know, yeah, I know, yeah. I said. Well, there died. is a theory. There is a theory that he is in fact dead. So that's a whole. Right, other, it. it may be yeah. replacing him with his clone. Yeah. So uh, February 23rd, uh, 223. You mirror that. That's 322, and that's the uh, the number of the uh, skull and bones. So. You, wow. you see all this stuff with like the mirroring and everything. And then I was like, shit, I'm going to uh, I'm just going to like dig a little bit about this, you know, just to kind of see if there's like any other connections, you know. So we talk about like Jupiter, Saturn, you know, a lot of these astrological stuff, you know, entering the age of Aquarius, uh, you know, so it's like a really interesting astrological time. But I, I remember that like his big advertisement was Gatorade. You know, and Gatorade was was famous for like, you know, that bolt, you know, the bolt, which is like, you know, uh, that's Zeus, you know. Um, so the lightning bolts like that's a symbol of Jupiter, um, as well as if you think about Jupiter, it's like an orange striped planet. Right. And so when I was thinking about like Tiger Woods and the reference to Jupiter and all that shit, I was like, oh, fuck. So I kept like going down the Jupiter rabbit hole and I found a couple things like as far as like, OK, what about the name Tiger Woods? Because I always look at the names. Like, is, is there reference to anything with the names? So Tiger itself is a reference to Jupiter. And th- as well as his last name, Wood corresponds with the planet Jupiter. So Tiger Woods has like a lot of different like references to Jupiter. Um, and also then I found out his main residence is in Jupiter Island, Florida. Yeah, I swear on. to God. I swear to God. <laughs> so like... You know, it keeps getting bigger because, um, and I, I got deeper into the whole Jupiter thing, and I was like, all right, so let's let's go look at Gatorade. Let's what's going on with Gatorade? So they're doing a new campaign called Bolt Twenty Four, and I was like, oh Jesus! All right, mm-hmm. so what's the number twenty four? If you look at the symbol 
for Jupiter. If anybody goes looks up the symbol for the planet Jupiter, it looks just like the number 24. So the new Gatorade campaign has this Bolt 24 uh, advertisement. And the fucking front runner, I'm sorry, the new person who got signed by Gatorade is this new up-and-coming golfer named Matthew Wolf. Last name Wolf. I saw a picture of him. He's got like the same Tiger, uh, uh, what's it called, like a golf head cover? Uh-huh. You know how Tiger always had, was like yeah, yeah, famous? Yeah, yeah, but he's got a wolf. He's got a wolf one, right? So he he's the, he's the only fucking golfer that's been signed by Gatorade since Tiger Woods, okay? Wow, so I you have that. like, it seems like a passing of a torch to like this Matthew Wolf guy, you know? And the and he's leading this new Bolt 24 campaign. So it's like, okay, so Tiger's like the old guy. Matthew Wolf is like the new up and coming guy. Same kind of similar story coming out of college. Uh, you know, he's 21 years old. He's a young guy. And so I am like, <laughs> I'm sitting here like, okay, is this the like passing of the guard with the Illuminati? And now that like Tiger Woods is completely worthless, are they going to be putting their money in this, this Matthew Wolf character to lead like the next campaign? Cause we talked a lot about like, you know, like with monster energy and the symbolism, like, you know, the six, six, six symbology and monster energy. And I know you're big about like, you know, uh, the white claw shit. So uh-huh. I was like looking big into Gatorade and like all the symbolism behind like the number 24 and bolt. So like, that's like where I've been for like the last three fucking days trying to figure all that shit out. Dude, yeah, Kobe 24. The um <clears throat> Kobe 24. Yeah. Kobe 24. Kobe, Kobe War 24. Um, let me see here. So I'm seeing something saying that. I mean, that's all insane, right? And- I was just thinking, like, you know, we always talk about goats, right? The greatest right. of all time. Like, like Gatorade, you had Tiger Woods, the other big name was Michael Jordan. I mean, even similar, you know, similarities between Tiger Woods and the Michael Jordans shit, because even Michael Jordan went away for a while, you know, to go do baseball. Tiger had his like public embarrassment and he came back, you know, and won. And now, you know, he's fucking, you know, crashing his car. Um, so, you know, we talk about the public humiliation all the time, but, um, yeah, like I, I, I think looking to the sponsorships a lot of times is is a good way to kind of figure out where the where their storyline's going. So this twenty twenty one vision, have you heard about this? Mm, which one? So uh, twenty, it's called twenty twenty one vision. If you Google it right now, uh, can the twenty twenty one vision YouTube channel actually predict the future? We're spooked. Um, let me see. I don't know that much about it. I was looking into it right before we got on the show, but of course that might be one giant. Hold on, let's see. Um, as of 2021, couldn't get any weirder. An actual account called 2021 Vision just came out of the woodwork on YouTube predicting the deaths of our favorite celebrities. Not only that, the reason so many people are freaked out by this account is accurate prediction that came from similar 2020 Vision YouTube account. Um, and then it says, so the one that they're showing here uh, is, hold on, I'll read you this. One of the reasons the 2021 Vision YouTube account is so freaky because it's predicted the deaths of many celebrities we know and love. The first death predicted is the rapper Tyga. So their first <laughs> death of the year is Tyga, T-Y-G-A. Um, so pretty much no by then. And they said by March 12th. So that's pretty crazy. And then it's got Eminem and Tom Cruise and Conor McGregor and like all these other people that are supposed to die. And supposedly this account has some like validity. I don't know anything about it, guys. Like I haven't dug that's down. That's but something to, something to look into at least. But it is kind of weird. People were bugging out because it said everyone was waiting on Tiger the Rapper by March. And then all of a sudden, Tiger Woods car rolls over four times and everyone just went, wait, what? 
what <laughs> like, i'm telling you man like i think he might have escaped or something or you know we talk a lot about celebrities faking their own death to try to get out of this shit whether it's you know prince or michael jackson but yeah dude's like i i got so deep down this shit and like and i i probably looked up more information on matthew wolf than did you know who matthew wolf was before i mentioned only him? because i bet golf and we had him to, okay. uh, to win a tournament recently so why would Gatorade sign somebody who fucking is ba- like you could sign? But no one else knows who he is. Yeah, no, it's it's like just us. Like Check, just so us here's off. the day that he was signed is important too because he was signed on the 322nd day of the of the year of two, of 2020. So Stop. you have the 2223 so and the really? 322. Yeah, November 17th, uh, 2020. I'm reading it right here. The 300 32nd day of the year in a leap year. So 322, thick skull and bones. Um, and, oh, here's the next. So I was, I was reading this too. George H.W. Bush, who was a member of Skull and Bones, his secret service name was Timberwolf. Uh-huh. Matthew Wolf. 300. And listen, I'm not a, I'm not. Oh, go. Rowan, it's fucking weird. I'm just happy to be back down in this world. Let's go. But make dude, a like, thread and take all the credit for everything you've done. <laughs> exactly. I'm just saying, like, all I'm saying is I'm throwing shit out there. You got you got your 322 Skull and Bone Society. You got your February 23rd, 223 mirror inversion of 322 uh, car crash. You have the Tiger Woods. You have Oh, by the way, Matthew Wolf residence is in Jupiter, Florida. Also? Okay? Yes, also. <laughs> okay? All I'm trying to do is give you weird fucking, like, consistency. I mean, like... This well, let me, not, help, you. Let me okay. help you a little bit here. So uh, one thing I do know is that I've talked um, a lot about, and first of all, we know if you go back to my, you can't go back to it because I'm deleted from Twitter, my Lady Gaga thread when I talked about uh, Lena Morgana, who was basically told by Interscope, like, one of you has to go, and the theory that Lady Gaga killed Lena Morgana, right? And then stole mm-hmm. her personality and everything. And there's a lot to that. I did a 50-part thread on it. So, Oh, shit. What's up? You think that's what happened with Matthew Wolf? You think he's taking on Tiger's personality? So, so I mean, it, it we'll see, but it, it's it's kind of on that level. So, I on this podcast, I got to find out what episode it was, but we came out and it was definitely with Larry Johnson. We spoke about it because remember, Larry Johnson was talking about how his kids played video games with Dwayne Wade when Dwayne Wade's right, kids, right, right, and he was like, "What the fuck, dude? There's no way that Dwayne Wade's son." was trans or gay like my daughter played video games with him no this isn't me talking secondhand like i was at that fucking house dude he was a fucking like boy's boy like athlete boy and then all of a sudden he's wearing fucking makeup and fucking crop tops and nail polish and Dwayne wade and giselle are all of a sudden fucking you know all in uh what's what's her name what's the girl's name the 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 hot girl which um, hot girl there's Dwayne a lot wade. of them Dwayne wade's fucking uh, oh um Ah, oh, fuck. Hold on. Hold on. Um, fucking Gabrielle Union. Jasmine, Giselle. Gabrielle, oh, Gabrielle, Gabrielle Union. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she's smoke show. So when they were like, Gabrielle Union's fucking a man and he's a little beta pussy. And Dwayne Wade was doing all the cryptic shit over the color over the summer with the coloring books. Remember, he colored the Illuminati eye on the coloring mm-hmm. book. And Dwayne Wade was pretty much like, I mean, outside of knowing him as a basketball player, like you never saw him do anything. Like he was, you know, humble, hard worker. And that's it. And then he all of a sudden, he just turned dark when he got to the Miami Heat with LeBron James, the head of the athletic Illuminati. And next thing you know, Dwayne Wade retires. And all of a sudden, his son appears in drag on his Instagram post, causes a chaos. Larry Johnson got a huge war over it about it because he was pointing out all the satanic shit. And, you know, they know each other. So it made the news. And then 
Dwayne Wade gets the show as the head commentator on fucking a TNT show, and he's everywhere. Like, Dwayne Wade is fucking everywhere now. All right? So we all went full cabal sacrifice uh, with his son, turning him to push the agenda. Do you want to take one guess who Tiger Woods was golfing with the day before his crash? <laughs> Are you serious? Dwayne Wade. He was teaching. Dwayne, he was giving I Dwayne Wade ways. golf lessons. He was giving <laughs> Dwayne Wade golf lessons the day before the crash. So if you, you look at it, kidding me. if you look at it like a mafia make your bones situation, like is that not a little bit shady that fucking Aww. Dwayne Wade, who just pretty much got full blown indoctrinated over the summer when we called it out on the podcast and Larry Johnson and all of us, all of a sudden is with Tiger Woods the day before Tiger's car rolls over a bunch of times. Like, I mean, what they do with these athletes is when they're no longer useful to the cabal, they either indoctrinate them, which they're doing with Dwayne Wade and fucking Shaq and Charles Barkley and all these people, or they remove them. If they won't play mm-hmm. ball enough, like they did with Kobe, like they did in even take it to the music world, like they did with Prince, like they just get rid of them mm-hmm. then because they're liability at that point. Right. So, I mean, I remember Cam Newton's car flipping over like fucking a couple times on a fucking highway too when his career went to shit. So right. you got to kind of look at this and wonder, um, is Dwayne Wade possibly involved in this? And here's here's my mentality. I think we can combine our two worlds and figure out how can we profit off of our understanding of all this Illuminati shit. So when we see Illuminati shit, like, for example, when Kevin Durant tweets Nephilim, use that to our advantage. So if he gets traded to the Brooklyn Nets and Brooklyn Nets are like plus 800 to win the fucking NBA championship, uh-huh. throw your fucking money on that shit and see what happens. You know, like, uh-huh. I know, um, you know, like. LJ. You know, did anybody throw their money on fucking Tampa Bay to win the you know to win the Super Bowl this year based on that shit? Think about not it. Not based on that. Joey Vam did it, our company, but not based on that. But Larry Johnson mm-hmm. called it when they signed Gronk and Antonio Brown. He literally said he posted a picture of Gronk in a goat outfit or something with like half naked. He posted a picture of Antonio Brown who had just bought a Baphomet head diamond ring representing mm-hmm. goat, the greatest of all yep. time, sure. And they showed a picture of Tom Brady on a magazine cover with a goat head. Now, the beauty of goat. And, that and I show- think that's the goat head he just shared again, by the way, which is interesting that that came back around while it? we're on Tom Brady's? it. It's Tom Brady holding a goat. And he looks like and maybe he's like six or seven years ago. This picture was taken. Uh, he looks young. Yeah, he definitely does. Here, I'll take I'll just. Yeah, yeah, I got it. No, I got it. I found it. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Wow. He is. Go to Tom Brady's. Uh, it's his most recent one. Thirty-seven minutes ago. Yeah, we've already been on. Thirty-seven minutes ago. Synchronicity at its finest. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is this? So, so Tom Brady keeps talking about how he'll never live this down. I mean, you could even make an argument. I don't know how you'd want to do it. That him getting drunk and carried off the boat, and you know, being in the headlines and all that for being embarrassing could have been some form of it. But I won't push it that far. Well, here's the other thing: is he he quote tweeted Justin Bieber. Right. Who was also saying it said your boy with a picture of Justin Bieber when he was younger. And then Tom Brady, re, you know, quote tweets it with a picture of him holding a goat when he was younger, also saying your boy. So I guess this is going to be a new thing now with the fucking your boy thing. I guarantee you this is going to start with every one of them copycat doing it. But uh, uh, I'm going to re- right now. I'm going to quote tweet this and put Michelle Obama in it and say your boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you do that while I talk for a second here. So, <laughs> so, uh, so, I mean, there is a specific process. So what they have to do with these fucking high-level athletes, they have to one-cuck them at some point, right? That's like a partial sacrifice. There's different levels to this game of sacrifice for these athletes and entertainers. Like, if you want to get this far, you know, just show up in a dress on a magazine cover and push the agenda. If you want to get this far, you're going to have to do this. If you want to get that far... We're going to have to release tapes of you getting fucked in the ass. If you want to get this far, we're going to have to kill a fucking family member, right? Like it's think right. of it like, like there's ladders, there's a ladder to it. And some of the guys check out at certain levels and this is, you know, we all know this. So I think Tom Brady recently went full cabal. I think everyone thinks he has been for a very long time. I don't know about that, but I know for a fact he fucking went full cabal recently just because he's acting different, he's talking different. He looks younger this year than he did last year. They handed him the Super Bowl. They they paired him with Gronk and fucking Antonio Brown and other people who were fucking blatant cabal. Like very interesting. And you know he was kissing his son on the mouth, which was a lot of headlines. But I think we got some big shit coming up. Well, the big the big thing with um, and this is just with, you know to piggy piggyback off that is you know. TB12, the big thing about that is that, like, you know, age reversal type formula that he's using that's keeping him young so that he can, you know, hurl touchdowns late into his, you know, late 40s. And TB12 just put out a fucking campaign, you know, about like, okay, what is it that's allowing him to stay youthful for this long? And at the beginning, you know, Tom Brady's saying, like, some call it witchcraft. And, like, the first, like, 10 seconds, like, are talking about how, like, it could be a form of witchcraft. Now, granted, like, if we're talking about, like, the simplest explanation is that, you know, they're joking about the fact that, you know, you know, it must be something witchcrafty if Tom Brady can still do it at this age. But the, the fact of the matter is that that's what, you know, opened this whole TB12 uh, you know, uh, health campaign is that, you know, oh, is there some type of magic or witchcraft involved that allows Tom Brady to still hurl, you know, touchdowns at age 43? Yeah. I mean, dude, it's, it, yeah. I mean, that's all, it's something, dude, he was in the, uh, what was the, uh, hold on, I'm going to find it. I don't even know if you know about that. Tom Brady uh, movie guest spot. What movie was he in with, uh, hold on. I'm going to find it when he was walking out of the fucking uh, fuck. Why am I so bad at this? Um, Tom Brady movie cameo. Let me see if I can find it. Some of you know, here it is. All right. Bang. Okay. Got it. Let's go. Angry Tom Brady says Netflix cameo was taken out of context. It has nothing to do with Robert Kraft. Tom Brady has done plenty of movie and TV cameos in his career. So this was um, the last one he just did living with yourself, a new comedy series on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Last about six seconds. Brady is shown walking out of a day spot, a strip mall, which some people on the internet took oh, as no. a subtle dig at Patriots owner Robert Kraft, who was charged with the misdemeanor prostitution. Um, so this dude was going into this fucking um, this strip mall because he was going to get like a fucking blood transfusion to keep him young forever. And it was like the most obvious like adrenochrome fucking thing. It's Oh, the cloning. That's what it was. It's when he got cloned. So this show is about this dude getting cloned. It's got Paul Rudd in it. And he was supposed to go in there and get cloned. So they talked about Tom Brady in that, about cloning. And it's blatantly obvious, and I'm butchering it right now because I haven't seen it in a year and I have CTE. No, that's fine. But, yeah, it was about Tom Brady in a cloning center in a, at a cameo in a show. Five-second cameo about him coming back younger than ever. 
And here's the thing, like, you know, there's a possibility that all this means nothing, but like these, all these things are just really, you know, extremely strange coincidences. And, and like I said, even, you know, even from episode one of No Mercy, I know we're 50 years old today, but go back to the first episode and we talk about predictive programming. That was Mm -hmm. a long time ago. You know, we talk about predictive programming, like, like this type of stuff occurs and it occurs way too much for it just to be like a strange coincidence. Now, are some of them coincidences? Possibly. But all we're doing is pointing you in that direction and showing you that these are some strange anomalies that are happening. I want to know about um, who I want to look into Alex Guerrero. If we go into Tom Brady, because Tom Brady has tweeted a couple times since then, but the one tweet words can't express the bond we have formed over the past 17 years, Alex Guerrero. I'm so blessed to have you in my life. We've spent countless hours together, laughing, crying and everything in between. I couldn't do it without you. Love you, my brother, right? You go to Alex Guerrero. He's got 15,000 Twitter followers. Hmm. All right. Husband, father, brother, uh, uh, co-founder of TB12 Sports. So he founded it with Brady. And then it says Tom Brady's body coach on how quarterback got ready for 10th Super Bowl. So if we think there's something around Brady that he's fucking doing something not maybe above board, whether it's fucking witchcraft or adrenochrome or this and that or soul to soul, whatever you want to be, Alex Guerrero is the guy to go to because Alex Guerrero is the person he just wrote a fucking love letter to in one of the three tweets he's sent since the Super Bowl. So nothing about Gronk, nothing about anyone. It's all fucking Alex Guerrero. So, And this is his health coach. This is the one that the Patriots had a problem with because he said he has to use Guerrero. Remember, they tried to say, uh, no, you're not using anymore. You have to use our health coaches, and he refused. So we got to dig wow. into that. That's the rabbit hole you need to go down. What the fuck is oh, up man. with Alex Guerrero? What are his other clients? That's who we need. That's who we really yeah, need to do. We got to dive. <laughs> we got to dive. We got to go in because guess what? We're the only people looking at fucking Alex Guerrero when we're trying to figure out Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just scary, dude. Like, oh, here we go. Hold on. Hold on. Alex Guerrero is an Argentine alternative med- medicine practitioner and alkaline diet activist. He's best known for his infomercials and contained alternative health claims in his work professional football players, including Tom Brady and members of the New England Patriots. So this dude is a Tom Brady's personal guru is a glorified snake oil salesman, uh, mm. scandalous side of Tom Brady's trainer, Alex Guerrero. So like there's just from the first Google search, there's supposedly some shadiness about this guy that everyone's doing. So, uh, but here's Gar- the other Alex thing. Guerrero's kind of go to your- side. Let's go. Yeah, I like that. And, and and also, if you just think about it from a pure competitive standpoint, if you're at the level of psychotic competitiveness that Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are, and, and it goes to your theory that he might be new to this game, um, wouldn't you wouldn't be the best way to get wouldn't you be obsessed with getting back at Bill Belichick to prove that your legacy is more important than his is? Because the biggest debate was who's more important to the Patriots? Is it Bill Belichick or Tom Brady? So if you're at that level of competitiveness. And you go yeah. to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, nothing better to win a Super Bowl to stamp your legacy. Well, what would you give for that opportunity to stamp your legacy exactly. in the first year that you're on that team? You know, like, what would you give for that? You know, like, exactly. like that's, that's the question. And you know what I find odd? I wonder if Belichick's turning around and going, I'm in too. I'm actually betting on the Patriots to win the Super Bowl next year. I thought it was very strange that uh, Belichick's been a little weird. I mean, I don't think he's fucking Illuminati or Cabal or anything like that necessarily, but I wouldn't be surprised if Belichick goes and 
and turns up uh, doing something interesting. Oh, <laughs> so he one ups him? Yeah, I mean, I bet you. All right, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not letting my legacy die because this motherfucker did. I'm gonna <laughs> win a Super Bowl. I mean, so that's how this Illuminati works. Just one one upping, like you're like, all right, I want that, and then so, so then the other person, I want yeah, to be more Illuminati, right? So yeah. it's basically the Church of Scientology. The more money you donate, the higher up you become on the Church of Scientology. How about and the this? Illuminati? How about this? How about how about a little piece of information to back my point? Remember yeah. when Bill Belichick in January refused the Medal of Freedom from Trump? Yeah. And he's yep. a huge Republican and he's always That's- been outwardly spoken. And all of a sudden he said he was refusing the Medal of Freedom after the Capitol riot. I think I mean, that saved him like a family member dying or something. I mean, else, you know? No, I think that's him saying like, all right, you know what, Cabal, I'm in. Because it's yeah, possible yeah. that they were just both really good. They both were fucking Republicans. So it's not like yeah. you can say they were Cabal when they were winning. Because keep in mind, they lost to the fucking Giants when they were undefeated. They lost to the Giants again. You know, Brady only won fucking, I think, five of the, the eight or nine Super Bowls he was in. And, you know, they were just a really good team and they were really well coached and they had a really good quarterback. Like, I, I didn't really think like it was really cabal. I just thought they were a fucking, you know, good football team and dynasty. Now I do. Brady's 100% cabal now. And Belichick all of a sudden turning on the Republican Party and turning on Trump and not accepting the medal may mean he just went to them and said, yo, what's that shit you did for Brady? Do it for me. All right, we'll turn down this medal at the White House. All right, bet. I'll start there. I'm telling you, bet the Patriots to win the Super Bowl next year. Didn't didn't Tom Brady also have like one of the statistically best seasons, other than the one where you had Randy Moss? Yeah. I, I think he had everything. Like one of his- everything is nuts. Like, cause he fucking last year he couldn't even throw a football. Like, dude, TB- I keep I keep looking at this TB12 commercial. I'm looking at the first 15 seconds. All right, so it starts out with call it. All right, it starts with by the way, fire, and then it cuts to a Ouija board. And it says, call it witchcraft. So then you have a witch dancing. And then it cuts to some tar- uh, tarot cards. Okay. And then it cuts to an owl real quick. Some call it voodoo. Then it's like a guy with a pig head dancing around a fire. Okay. Um, a owl mask. It, and then looks like some crows or some shit. Uh, it's the, the first 10 seconds of this is dark as fuck. I mean... I'll retweet it, but you don't have Twitter, so yeah, you don't be able to fucking say it. Probably won't be effective because I don't have any access to anything. Uh, let's <laughs> pivot over here. As I want to play a game All with right. you next week, Bob, if you're ready. And I want to buzz right. through because I don't want to run this two hours. I want to make sure we start keeping these tighter and more consistent and all that. Um, yeah. So I think tying into the sports stuff and all that, uh, Kim Kardashian, speaking of handlers and fucking all that, Kim Kardashian has – basically announced that she's getting divorced from Kanye West. And I directly tied that to, does anyone, I mean, I think that's a fucking mic drop proof for us that she was Kanye's handler because Mm. what are the odds that they've been together for that long? They've been like, that's a long relationship for Kim Kardashian. And she literally waits till right after the election and right after Gen 20 and Biden's officially in and after November 3rd and all that. Now that fucking everyone thinks Kanye's batshit, Biden's in power. The cabal has taken over. All right. We don't need to keep Kanye quiet anymore because everyone thinks Kanye is crazy. He's not fucking crazy. They're making him look crazy. If you watch interviews, he really knows the fuck he's talking about. But now all of a sudden, your job is done, Kim. You're off duty. You're off Kanye duty. You can go back to your normal life. Now I think she gets to be assigned someone else to handle. Mm. So the question is, who Mm. do you think the next pairing – with Kim Kardashian will be, and 
do you I mean, let me let me start there. So who do you think the next pairing off the top of your head would be for Kim Kardashian? Dude, I already got my guy. It's the guy that I've been researching for the last three days. I think she goes young. Tiger? I think she goes white. Oh, she goes, whoa. She goes whoa. white. She goes somebody that needs to be handled, groomed, you know, for up his. It has to be an up and coming, right? It's got to either be someone who's. They don't need to control problems anymore because they control the media and have the White House and have all the power. So now it's just right. promotion of an up and comer. Okay. I like it. Promotion of, so she did that. Uh, what was that Humphreys, right? So she went total yep. jock. His. Yep. Did you. Didn't you say something about, like his stats went up or something? Oh, yeah, Humphreys was like fucking like out of nowhere, just all of a sudden. Like Chris Humphreys was the biggest joke ever, and then he went full blown like superstar, like out of control fucking maniac for two years from 2010 to 2012. He was averaging fucking double doubles every game, and then all of a sudden he went back to shit, and now no one knows who the fuck he is. And then Lamar Odom. Yeah. And then you had, I mean, you had fucking. Wait, she didn't date Lamar. I thought it was her sister that dated. They're all this. They're all one. Same shit, right? Yeah, they're all one entity. They look the same now. They've all morphed into the same person. Fucking then. The fat one got skinny. The skinny one got fat. The fucking dude (laughs) who was the Jenner turned into a chick. The chick turned into dudes. They're all fucking. They're all one thing. They're just Kardashians. I think Matthew Wolf's a a prime candidate for a Kim handling. I mean. Because you go full jock, then you go entertainment, and then and then golf is like not jock. It's like kind of like that outskirts of like jockey, but you also have that like nerdy kind of technical type skill, scientific ish, you know. So um, I think she goes with a more with a younger, impressionable, up and coming golfer. Fuck it, I'll go with Matthew Wolf just because it's at the top of my head right now. Wow, is Justin Bieber dating anybody? I mean, that would be fucking retarded. <laughs> that would be the craziest thing. Ever. So I will give you this, Bob. If if Kim Kardashian ends up dating or even is seen in a picture with Matthew Wolf at any point, um, confirmed uh, kill attempt on Tiger Woods and confirmed Bobby fucking. I'm going to retire if I. Great call eccentric. Great call eccentric. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. do you think? Um, I think we should do a draft on it next week. I think oh, we should, okay. I'll give you Matthew Wolf. I'll give you Matthew Wolf. Oh, uh, thank you. Were you going to yeah, draft him? Your number one overall pick? No, I wasn't. Wow. Oh, I'm giving wait, him. I don't want to draft him number one overall. Oh, you already did. He already said it on air. So that's already. <laughs> so okay. that's how that's going. Well, work. then you have to do one on air right now. It's only fair. Okay, I'm going to. Huh. I'm going to go completely off the grid. Okay. I'm going to go, but um, you're going to have to give me some leniency here because I'm going to take a, I'm going to take more than just one person. But, oh, okay. Right. I'm going to take, she goes lesbian. Oh, that's a good one. Right. So that's I'm taking a, a whole female gender, but it's like a lower percentage than Matthew Wolf. So I'm going to say that it's a woman that Kim Carter. Okay. Yeah. Woman or transgender something. She goes, she goes lesbian to push the agenda. Oh, who's that chick from Juno, man? What's her name? Uh, she changed her name to Elliot. Juno actress, transgender. Hold on, this would be a good one because this would be a good way to keep her name. Elliot Page. She used to be Emma Page, I think, or something. You could pick another one. We'll pick two on here. For, let's, let's start because I have another fucking. I have another fucking. Bow, 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 bow. That's actually a good one, man. And I know you're trying to steer me to pick Elliot Page so that you know I could take it off the board. Yeah, which is fine, because, because I was even actually, if she does do Elliot Page, I still win by picking all of the female gender. So you just picked the female gender. I just took the gender. Can I take and heterosexual trans. men? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> I can't take heterosexual no. men. No. Oh. And and keep in mind, we, we could adjust it because I have another one. Actually, it's a snake draft, right? You go first, I go next too. So, so you I go, just took lesbians. I No, I just took all women in trance. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, all. Not just lesbian. Be a straight chick. Yeah, it could be fun. Yeah, yeah. No, I just took all women and uh, transgender off. And, oh, okay, okay. Uh, and now I'm actually here's my arrogant, qu- here's I'm arrogant enough I, to make. Go on. No, if I pick a specific transgender person, you don't get points. That's got to be the one. No, I do. I, I, already, spe- I already said it because you weren't thinking. <laughs> well, fuck it. I don't even care. If I pick I, Elliot Page or no. Matthew Wolf okay. as the yeah. next. Well, I'll give you another. Pick. I'll let you do. I'll let you pair Wolf and Page as your first pick. <laughs> I'll take all women. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll take, I have all women and transgender except Elliot Page. <laughs> 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 Everyone in the gender. Yeah, I got the I got the raw end of that deal. Yeah. So I mean, no, but I'll I'll make it your one A to your one. I'm gonna fucking wow. Thank you. I'm gonna throw a fucking bomb at you right now and then we're going to pick this up next week so you guys contribute to us go to <clears throat> at ford <clears throat> tried to get that in after the call at four deep media uh on instagram by the way i'm create the mayhem on instagram it seems to be that people are still coming to me saying they listen to the pod and don't know my instagram uh at create the mayhem by the way fucking uh people who keep taking me off the internet i just said i'm not gonna fuck talk about the trump shit anymore so you can leave me the fuck alone please um mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with a bombshell here. Okay. I Part of my process, and I shouldn't give you my process before the draft, is that they don't really necessarily need to move people up anymore because they have full control now. So now right. it's just consolidation of power and building Ooh. more Jay-Z, Beyonce, J- yeah. uh, you know, Gabriella Union, Dwayne Wade's. You know, I'm going to go Justin Timberlake. With mm. Kim Kardashian, Justin Timberlake's marriage has been fucking in the headlines. I they were like uh, like the happiest couple in Hollywood. No, I Jessica saw some, I was watching TMZ the other day, and I remember someone in my Discord. Bro, Timberlake, Timberwolf, what the fuck is going up, on? Right oh, whoop, 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 whoop. So uh, I was watching fucking TMZ, and I fell asleep. I wasn't watching it. It just happened to be on. And then uh, I fell asleep. It was like 1 in the morning. Someone in my Discord said something about, because they know I love Jessica Biel. They're like, you hear Jessica Biel and Timberlake are having some problems. So whenever these celebrities have like their fucking two kids that they need, that's all they need, right? They procreate. Okay, we've merged your genes. Now go find someone else to merge your genes with. And, and you know, so uh, I think that I'm calling a Timberlake divorce and I'm calling a fucking Kim Kardashian relationship. Mm, okay. I like that. I mean, that that's good, but that two things have to have two different elements. I know, I dude. I'm 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 a risk taker, Bob. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I like the transgender play. I do like the transgender play, especially with Bruce Jenner. Um, I like that. I think more androgyny is good. Either that or just a total feminized man. You know. Yeah. Is it yeah. possible that she dates somebody like in the world of finance or business? Like, didn't Serena Williams sure. marry somebody who's like, more like husband's the biggest fucking fat white chubby nerd cuck you've ever seen in your fucking life? He's literally like, hey, Serena, during the matches, like he's straight fucking cuck. And the reason for that is because with the athletes, you need to pair them with someone beta who's going to keep their 
their morale up and just kiss their ass all day as their handler. So Serena's right. handler. Yeah. Is a Let me go with like the fucking CEO of Robin Hood or some shit. <laughs> you know, something uh, you like might, that. You might, you might want to fucking take a few days and, and do something. Yeah, I'm going to think about Sit this uh, one out. Yeah, yeah, thank, yeah. Elliot Page <laughs> and the CEO of Robin Hood. Okay. Like, you know. Bro, you know the Matthew Wolf pick is actually has some validity. Uh, Matthew That's Wolf, I like. Right. I like that. You know, I, yeah, yeah. But I mean, if they're trying to bring golf back for sure. Um, I like it. That's the other thing. I mean, so I mean, there's sports that need salvaging right now. Well, and it's a. It's, I hate to say this because I, I do love watching golf and betting on it, but I mean, it is more of a beta sport, right? So if you're trying to start a yeah. beta generation, you'd want to be pushing golf and gymnastics and soccer and you know, like sports like that. Get away from football and baseball and things like that. So yeah, I, I could see it. Um, all right, so we'll do that next time. I got, uh, I, I got real quick, real quick, and I have to say this. I've been saying this for a long time, that the Illuminati's trying to cut country music and they're trying to cut NASCAR. What better way to do it, to have the fucking beast oh. infiltrate the most purest sport ever, which is NASCAR, than have Kim Kardashian oh, no. Oh, no. date a NASCAR driver? Oh, no. Who? I don't know. I, I don't fucking watch NASCAR. All right. I'm taking my pick. <laughs> Bubba Wallace for Tommy G. Oh, no. I was Tom- literally going, oh, no. Oh, no. Because I was thinking sports. As you were going NASCAR, I'm like, no, no, you, you, you can have Bubba Wallace. You can have Bubba oh, Wallace. No, I don't so want I'm going to go with. No, you can have Bubba. I'm thinking like a fucking. He's got to be white, like a Bush or like a Harvick or a Chase wow. Elliott or, or something. Like I mean, a Danny. So, so to fill you in. Joey Logano, that sounds good. Is he single? Okay. Let me see. Yeah, but it's uh, why you want to fuck him. The uh, no, it just sounds like, yeah, sounds like good. Sounds like you want like to. Fuck him. Uh, I would say Chase Elliott. <laughs> no, none of these NASCAR drivers are single. You ever seen their fucking wives? They're fucking twelves. Like they're the hottest oh, women in the world. I mean, I don't think there's a single NASCAR. They're all from the South. They're like fucking. They got six kids by fucking twenty-four. Oh yeah, you're right. Dude. They're all married. But I don't know if Bubba Wallace is. So that's great. Thank you for uh, giving me Bubba Wallace. And you can get the rest Rock. of NASCAR. How about that? I'm going to give you the rest of NASCAR. You'll you'll give me the field? I'll give you the field. Give me Bubba Wallace. I'll give you the field. Dude, I'll take that. Okay. Cool. Take that. Now you should probably know that there's only 40 NASCAR drivers, and I think 39 of them are married except Bubba Wallace. So Fuck. Right. So you have nothing. Well, you, well your whole marriage thing doesn't mean shit because you were talking about Justin Timberlake. Right, but I mean that's like NASCAR drivers don't get divorced. Like that kills their yeah. brand. Their brand is like wholesome. Bubba Wallace is not married. Let's go, Tommy G. Okay. How do you find that out? I'm trying to find out right now if Joey Logano is married. I've been spending way too much time on his. <laughs> <laughs> like this is really bad. This is really bad. I mean, they said uh, uh, ten NASCAR drivers who are single. Is that what you looked up? First one comes up, Danica Patrick. Bubba Wallace is second. Chase oh Elliott. Oh, my God. I'll take right. Danica Patrick. I'll take uh, fucking Danica. Wait, no, okay, but she was take And I'm going to take Chase Elliott. Wait, hold on a second. I'm giving you We're one not- of my women. You got to give me one of your drivers. No, I know what you're doing, dude. We're not She's drafting anymore until next week. Why? Do you want Danica or no? I will offer her up. The sport. Well, that's no. how you bring her back into the spotlight, dating Kim Kardashian, and they run around pushing the agenda and have a talk show and a TV no, show. No, you can't take the top two most single. I'm on the same page as you. <laughs> okay? So you got Danica Patrick. Chase Elliott look like you. Who? Chase Elliott. Dude, I look like Chase Elliott. Holy that's shit. I said. He looks like you. Yeah. Wow, you, that's kind of crazy. You kind of look like Casey Kane, too. You look like all of them. 
Dude, you look like, a little like I just, I'm just too. basic ass white, dude. You're just basic <laughs> country white bitch. That's what you but look like. Look at all these young, impressionable, fucking like white NASCAR drivers. Yeah. Kim is going to take one of these motherfuckers. All I'm right, telling I you. Bubba Wallace. All right, let's go. All right. Wow. So now, now I want to move to uh, real quick. Let's get to some of the Q&As. And I want to kind of rapid fire it because I did an AMA at Create the Mayhem okay. on Instagram. And I said, you know, hit us with some stuff and ask me some show topics. I think we wrap with the uh, with the school stuff, the the be less white. Okay. Work. Okay. So we'll save that. We'll save car. We'll probably go a little bit long because we have to do that thirty minutes at the front. Um, so let me go to my questions here, and I know I sent you the list too, so you had it. So uh, let's kind of rapid fire it, right? So let's not okay. go too long on these. Let's see if we can get like twenty people's questions answered. Uh, I don't. All should right. we say their names? I think Next. so. I think. Yeah. Uh, what I do you think? think? I mean, I don't know. I think so. I mean, at some, I don't. I mean, I think if you're putting a question to be read on a podcast in a direct message, then you're subjecting your. I think so. Like when you read, but it's private though. It's not like public. Let's just let's just say, it, and then next week we'll let them know. I'd like to let them know ahead of time. Though. All right. Well, then let me put a disclaimer. I apologize for for publicly naming the first person. That <laughs> mentioned the okay. All right. So let's go. So you. All right. Yeah, okay. What uh was Tiger Woods accident really an accident or do you think it was a murder attempt? Murder attempt. Okay, so we talked about it. Yeah. Murder so attempt. You think he was yeah. Supposed 100%. to die and it went wrong? Um yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um I don't know if he was I definitely a murder attempt, but I don't know if he was supposed to die. I'm assuming yes. So I think okay. we'll have another situation with Tiger soon. Okay. Um Day trading versus swing trading. Um, so we're going to talk about this. I'm going to start a YouTube channel, Bob, which you're going to get up for me because I'm retarded. And uh, yep. on the YouTube channel, we'll do it. Uh, maybe we'll call it steak. I don't know. Fuck whatever. But um, on the channel, I want to uh, explain some of this stuff. So day trading and swing trading are two different forms of stock trading. It's mm -hmm. just about the amount of time that you're holding on to a stock. That's really the biggest thing. So as an investor, you hold. So here's the simple way. Investors hold stocks for years. Swing traders hold at stocks from anywhere from 24 hours to 364 days, right? So a swing trade is any intermediate trading that you'll do within a one-year time frame. Anything over a year is kind of considered an investment. And day trading is holding stocks no longer than the current trading day. So you okay. open your positions up when the market opens and you close out by the time the markets close. So I am a day trader. I also do swing trading. I do almost no investing. And you've seen my portfolio, the one where I made half a million dollars on GameStop uh, mm. a month and a half ago. But it's usually in cash. It's almost mm. never in the market because I swing trade and day trade that portfolio. So if I'm not in and out, I'm out and safe in cash. Sounds like your dating life too. Swing dating and day dating. Oh, you do yeah, that like. Dude, wait, I, I always do. So the big thing about day trade, Bobby, I used to do this in my presentations when I ran a stock trading school. Uh, <laughs> literally, I, I would talk about sex and curse and all that shit. But I used to tell him, I go, I'm a day trader because it fits my personality because it is a personality based field, right? Like if you're a patient person, you probably won't be great at day trading. And if you're a quick thrill seeker, you'd like day trading. And the thing about day trading is you got to close your positions by 4 p.m. when the market. Oh, here we go. I used yep. to tell like I'm a day trader. It's just like my dating life. I don't hold any any positions overnight. You know, that's it. Like girls can't sleep over or stay at the house. Like you come in, do what you got to do. Let me get that money and get out. 
nothing stays overnight. I hold no positions into the well, moment. Let me ask you this. As far as dating, how do you know when to sell when you're day dating? Um, when I come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's uh, sell. You like come and you're like sell, sell. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's the second because you know the clarity comes for those ten minutes. Sure, because then you hold on to it for too long. And that stock just I'm literally and so ordering. You, you wake up, you wake up, and they've done your laundry and cooked oh, your breakfast. Yeah. All right, they got your grilled cheese cut corner to corner. <laughs> But no, I'm literally ordering the Uber with my left hand as I'm coming and with my right hand. Yeah. yeah, I just I don't even want to lose a second on that. So time it. So uh, yeah. next question. Uh, okay, so there's a ton. And you can questions. ask ones that are for you. I mean, I'm sure there's one maybe. Well, I mean, there's like looking like where there's yeah, there's a couple, but I mean these are yeah, there's honestly there's like. There's a lot of questions about crypto. I'll, I'll read this one. Uh, teach me about crypto. I'm a retard, but want to be a retard with cash at least. Well, Danny. So is there any like starting? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Danny, no mercy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So I, would, I wouldn't really. Um, I, there's a step before that that everyone skips. I really want you guys to understand a little bit about how to read charts and chart reading and just I've taught Bobby a little bit with it. We've kind of done some quick, you know, usually I'm drunk and he's stoned. Uh, I've done some stuff with with everyone from Tripoli to, to I'm doing I'm going on Cash Daddies with Tripoli, um, his new pod. Mm -hmm. Check that out. So I'll let you know when that's going to be next week or two. Uh, almost did it last night. But um, it, I, I'd want you to learn a little bit more before you go in with your money on anything. And except if it's like a, you know, Bobby impulse Dogecoin buy for a couple bucks and get the fuck out. So. Um, yep. We're going to have a little intro training. I don't want you getting into anything without understanding at least the core principles of it. So before we start talking crypto and stock trading, we need to teach you how to read a chart and understand the risks that come with platforms like Robinhood, why you shouldn't have your money there, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a tons of questions about, you know, stocks and which I was one more. And then what was Bob, honestly, because yeah. I was. No, you yeah, me too. Do a, me too. Do a few more. We don't have to do one more. Um, um, but, yeah, go, go ahead. I was going to say, I was happy to see it because it's one of those things where like, I want to do it. I did it for 15 years. It's how I made the majority of my money and my life savings. And it was my life for fucking 20 years. It's Wall Street and then running a trading school as a finance major and economics major. Like all my connections were in that world. So like, and people are hurting for money, but I didn't want to really take a quick trip over to finance too much because I thought people may not like it. But I mean, it was good to see a lot of questions about that because it makes me more comfortable putting out more content about it. Sure. Yeah, sure. Um, so the other person along that line, uh, what's your prediction on gold and silver? Do you have one? Um, I, I'm actually about 70% of my way through making my actual um, thought process on that. I think what's going to mm -hmm. happen with silver more than gold is you're going to see a, I don't want to call it GameStop-like because nothing will mirror that, but you're going to see an explosion. It seems like they're keying silver up to be a vehicle that you're going to use. And you're going to see a lot of millennials jump into it. So I think there's going to be a big opportunity in silver. I think it's going to get overinflated at that point and then pull back. This is going to be the common theme with all these things. They're going to go up, they're going to shoot up like a rocket ship, and then they're going to pull back. So you'll have multiple times and multiple chances to get in it. But I mean, I'm always long commodities. I'm old school. I'm an old man. I'm fucking 40 years old. So I like I like things I can touch and feel. So I'll never be yeah, against sure, gold tangible. and silver or anything tangible. So yeah, yeah never. Um, this isn't a question, but it's my favorite comment. Um, it just says, you're a fucking retard. 
You uh. think anyone actually cares what a random like you says? Shake my head. Huh. I like that one. Wow. I thought that was that was classic. I, I, I missed that one. Another comment just says, that up right now. I, I, might have, I don't know. I might have gone off might have gone into my text real quick. Sorry. I don't see that one, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's actually this, one, uh, this next one right here says that uh, <laughs> Bobby's so much better than you, you need to let him talk more. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, another comment just says papaya, which by the way, <laughs> I'm never going to live that down. Papaya I'm was never going to live that down. When I asked so many people about like, what did you think of last podcast? They're like, papaya. Like Danny's first papaya was my favorite yeah. part of the whole podcast when I was telling you to say it. And then I go, Danny, what do you like? And then he like, started papaya. saying it. <laughs> it was, like a, it was oh, actually God. almost adorable, you know? It really was. Oh, it really was. Danny he doesn't know what's going on. Dude, I don't know how we didn't name the last episode like papaya, you yeah, know, like started with papaya. That I, I really Probably dropped the ball it on wouldn't that one. Bring any listeners in, and that's the point of the title, Bob. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, fair yeah, enough, yeah, fair enough. yeah, yeah. The title is supposed to. So bring I did do a good job with the title. Yes, right. you did. Yeah, yeah. I feel good. I don't think anyone's gonna run through the list and go, "Oh shit, I got to check the old papaya episode." Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's a good question, and we don't necessarily have to like word it like this but we, it, it brings up a good question it says is there any country that isn't a part of pizzagate iceland maybe so like the question really is is like out of all the where countries on the fucking planet uh, planet where would you go that's the least pizzagatey like you know like most like you know stands up against the cabal country or place you know on the planet um and i i thought i think of a couple that come to mind and like poland and hungary like those are two that come to mind like immediately off the top of my head. Um, and then like obviously like remote fucking like African villages and shit. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, this is easy. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this literally I can answer this question better than anyone on the planet right now. Okay. Ready? Yep. Any country that banned George Soros. There you go. There's your list. Go on That's the internet. Why I said Hungary. Yeah, Hungary is one of them. Hungary is probably the most popular one, right? So, yeah. but yeah, go find what countries banned Soros or what countries Soros is destroyed, and there's your fucking list. So we'll check back to you on the next. How they how they um, prosecute child molesters and pedophiles and stuff like that. You know, like yeah, yeah, type of yeah. Roles. Like you're not going to want to go to Greece. Like you know, the other thing exactly. is exactly find members of the cabal who moved out of America, see where they went, and don't go there. Correct. Right? Like if you see Tom Hanks move to Greece, maybe stay the fuck out of Greece. You know, like yeah. if you see this country ban George Soros, I mean, trust me, no cabal country is going to ban the fucking face of the cabal. Right? So. Right. No, that's a, that's actually a really good way to figure that out. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, there were a lot of questions about Antarctica. When are you going to do a podcast on Antarctica? Didn't sure. we do a whole fucking episode on that shit? I mean, I don't need to think we did a great job on it. I, I, I mean, uh, I think we, we did it, right? We did it, but I felt like we needed to go deeper. Like, I feel like we need, mm. yeah, I felt like we needed to go deeper on it. So I, I'm with them, but they all want, you got to remember, these are mostly millennials. They don't fucking look back like, what's the newest podcast? Oh, we did one on Kobe Bryant's death. Could you do another one? No, why don't you go listen to the fucking old one? Because uh, it's old. Well, it fucking, the, what do you mean? Like, I get that literally in fucking when the Gilded, the Discord, wherever we are. I've gotten that numerous times. Like, no, we already did one on Kobe. Can you do another one? 
Like, why would I do like, what? What, no. what else? What else could we do? We have literally. I know the last fucking fifteen have all been fucking you know political bullshit. But go back like sixteen before that, and they're listed: Kobe Bryant, Tom Hanks. Like, just because they're old doesn't mean that it's fucking six months. If we talk about something that happened in nineteen forty-three in like an Antarctic treaty. <laughs> Still the fucking same a year later. Yeah, go back and listen to the archives, right? So Yeah, I mean, like, listen, if more shit happens on Antarctica or if the Pope go visits it again or if Joe Biden's seen exploring the caves of Antarctica, then we'll we'll revisit it, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, I guess we could go back to it, but... Um, yeah, that was like a really popular question. I was really shocked by that, but, you know, fuck it. You know, maybe we'll bring yeah, it up we'll again. People but... love Antarctica. Um, all right, so uh, here's a good question, and you can kind of word this whatever. You can replace Trump with conspiracy if you want. Looking back on this is to you. Uh, looking back, was it worth it from when you changed from sports to Trump? And I guess you can just change like to conspiracy. And and he says personally he enjoyed it. Um, he enjoyed. I get asked that question a lot. I never got asked mm -hmm. it really much while we were going through it. But now in retrospect, was it worth it? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Would I do it again? Yeah. Would I do it differently? Yeah. Uh, so. It was a big risk. It was a big financial sacrifice. It was a big life change. It was, I lost my Twitter, which is my marketing vehicle. So that's more than just fucking talking to people about fucking dead people, like, or the Illuminati or fucking, you know, Andrinochrome. Like, I had 40,000 Twitter followers before I started going all in on the conspiracy shit and a blue check mark. That was my marketing funnel. That was how I promoted my sports business. And that was the only way how. We didn't spend a dollar on marketing. I just promoted it on Twitter. So when I got that removed, I didn't just lose all my followers. I didn't. I lost my check mark, which gave me credibility when working deals with Sirius XM and radio stations where I was like, I'm verified on Twitter. As much as we joke about how I used it to get laid and shit, it really like gave me credibility anytime I walked in a room when I, I mean, you guys know I met with Portnoy and them. Like the fact that I was verified on Twitter with fucking 40,000 followers makes them go, all right, this, he's somebody, you know, like, so that killed me. And then starting a new company. So what I would have done, I would have done it again because the reasons I did it were pure and you can't predict the future. So I did it to try and get Trump in office. I did it to raise awareness for sex trafficking and I did it to um, entertain people during COVID and I really believed all of it. So I would do it again. There was some fucking dark money ties that I wanted to get away from. There was some other things, but I wouldn't have gone anywhere near QAnon or to people or anything. I would have literally disavowed because I wanted to disavow QAnon right out the gate because I hated it from the start. That's what makes me sick that we got so deep into it. I would have straight mm -hmm. stuck to celebrity stuff, got away from the plan, got away from all that and just been a Trump supporter fucking with celebrities. And I wouldn't have dialed it back though. And that's it. But yeah, I wouldn't have gone down. I wouldn't have touched anything QAnon. Would have stuck to the moon and adrenochrome and celebrities. Yeah, and I think even with the switch, it's like, you know, it's not like we stopped talking about sports. Maybe you stopped talking about it in terms of like, you know, daily fantasy. Like, okay, this week it's week 15, blah, 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 blah. But I think, you know, we kind of merged the worlds, you know, because all three of us really, like really everybody that's been involved in the podcast has, a, you know, a sports background, you know, whether it's me more from a recreational uh, standpoint and everybody else from like more of like a business standpoint. So, you know, we, we, we never stopped talking about sports just maybe just under a different light this time. But um, hey, listen, I love the change because it brought me on the fucking show. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you were one of those nerds that made relevant, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, so that was good for you. You know, a lot of nerds out there. Uh, this movement really helped them. So, Bob being one of them. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, next question, and I'm really glad this person asked this, and it has nothing to do with anything. But this I don't think I like that you're reading the questions. I think it's All bad right. move by me. Let me read one more, and then you can like keep going. You fucking literally sent these to me and said, "Hey, I know, but now I'm thinking you- that you could just target me now." I feel like we're about to head in that direction. Well, no, this is something that both of us love. It has, and I tell you what, this goes back to your original roots of your ooh, sports podcast. Ooh, let's go. I need to know this fucking answer. Got to be now. a Jets question. Yes. Uh, um, talk Jets QB issues. I'm curious what a Jets fan thinks about Sam Darnold. What's going to happen with Sam Darnold? I'm out of the loop with what's going on with the Jets. Are we going to get Deshaun Watson? Do we have to make an Illuminati sacrifice? What's going on? <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, it's it's pretty much just totally up in the air. Um, it, they're they're saying that the quarterback market's frozen, that the Jets are going to keep Darnold. I think the Jets are drafting this kid Wilson, who I'm ecstatic about. So I really want the kid Wilson uh, from BYU, Zach Wilson. He's so good, and I'm just praying the Jets go and draft him. Or if they don't, that's fine as long as they go get a interior lineman or pass rusher, a big guy. I don't want any skilled position players outside of Zach Wilson. I think he's the best quarterback in the draft. Yeah, because I feel like if they get rid of Darnold, and, and I think what I was reading is the trade for Deshaun Watson, the amount of shit they'd have to give up, we wouldn't be able to get anybody around him. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's – it's listen, Zach Wilson is the guy. Like, that. let's just focus on that. Anything that comes out of mm-hmm. left field, that's fine. But we want Zach Wilson. Trust me. I think he's the best quarterback in this draft. He's if I was praying – you remember, Bob – I was praying we didn't get the one pick because I didn't want Trevor Lawrence as I want this kid. Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence is going to be a bum. So, yeah. I think jo- uh, it's, as far as like let's merge sports and conspiracy because I thought about this a lot, right? And I always remember hearing accuracy is the hardest thing to fix. And when I saw Josh Allen's <clears throat> excuse me, accuracy go from like – I remember his big knock in college was that he wasn't accurate. He was like uh, like right at 60%. Mm-hmm. Where did he go? Like Wyoming or some shit or Idaho or some the, fucking to the adrenochrome doctor. <clears throat> What's up? He went to the adrenochrome doctor. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like his accuracy went fucking sky high. You know, he's the prodigy of fucking Jim Kelly, who I think has I, I don't want to say like 100 percent, but I'm pretty sure he has Masonic ties. Um, and then, you know, Tom Brady left the AFC East and he's his his new rise I, I think Josh Allen kind of took some of that sauce, man. So if I'm going to bet on any team next year other than the Bucks, I'm going to take the Bills. You're gonna take the I like that theory, Josh Allen, yeah. Adrena Chrome theory. I could see it. Yeah. You think I mean, think about it, dude. He, he went from a... I'm taking Josh Allen right Whoa! now. Got him. Fuck. Yes. Is he single? Okay. I've asked I've asked I've, it, way too many men are single on this show today. <laughs> I've typed it like, like oh yeah, Ashley's he's got a girlfriend. Home. That's it, just a girlfriend. Ashley's gonna come home, look through my search history, and says, "Is Josh Allen single? Is Joey Logano <laughs> single?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. Yo, his uh, so he's got a girlfriend. She's like weird hot, right? Like she's like one of those girls that looks like the hottest girl in America in some pictures, and then she looks weird in others. But yeah, um, that's not gonna girlfriend last. doesn't matter, right? Because he, dude, he's nerdy white guy. You know, like perfect. Yeah, he ain't lasting with that orange face girl. I mean, if he if she if he didn't marry her by now, fuck out of here. No. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Um. Okay. So last one, and do you have some of the questions pulled up yourself? 
Um, yeah, I've just been enjoying you doing it. Is Q uh, well, why, why I'll ask some that? of the tough questions since you're. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want me to do it, or do you have something to well, say? I didn't know if you wanted to go Q and on or not uh, with some yeah, of the questions. I'll ask one. Tons about it. Tons I'm going to ask it, a so. couple, and we could listen. We could save these for the next show, and I'll try and answer some uh, on the you know the post post them to my story. But uh, okay. I'm going to ask you this question because I am a firm but fair, Bob. Everyone knows I like that term, firm but fair. Uh, mm -hmm. As a firm but fair host of this show, I'm going to ask you: Is QAnon a divisive group? Yes. Yeah, they are a divisive group within itself. It's a divisive group. Um, you know, amongst truthers, it's it's divisive. You know, some of the leaders were dividing their own community. You know, like saying, "Don't follow the patriots." You know, mm -hmm. don't follow this person because Q said do that. Um, and sometimes movements are meant to be divisive, like you know. In, in in good and or in bad ways, you know, like it's not always meant to unite everybody. Right, but yeah. yeah, I mean, it was a divisive mechanism within the MAGA movement or within, you know, the truther movement, even either because a lot of people were turning on others within the truther yeah. movement because of information that QAnon was putting out. Think but of I mean, you know, yeah. no, go on. No, go, go ahead. Ahead. No, later. no, I mean, that's pretty much that's that's the precipice of it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think about what in retrospect a priest stay calm don't do anything you know just type on keyboards just trust that we have a plan we've already won the election don't worry we already have everything under control everything's getting done just trust us sit back don't do anything right complacency also when you look around make sure to watch out for patriots make sure no one is making money off this movement therefore if you're a part of this stay broke uh rat on each other you know like watch mm -hmm. out for patriot which it caused everyone to fucking start ratting on each other you know, it, a lot of the things you could make a correlation to the liberal agenda for sure in that just be broke and be all in our cause, whether it's racial diversity or fucking, you know, feminism or whatever the fuck bullshit they're preaching. Be all in to the gills, scream at the top of your lungs with no ramifications for anything. We're going to make sure we win this war for you and be broke, be loud and have no real impact on anything yeah you know? and also teach your people to stay complacent as well right. you know it's but the biggest or how about this rules for thee but not for me oh beware of patriots by the way follow my fucking patreon account <laughs> you right. know yeah, exactly like, or like i'm monetizing my fucking youtube page but beware of patriots right no my dude like, I, the, if, yeah Tucker carlson is the best who makes eight million dollars a year but <laughs> you know, don't let this person run an ad on their show yeah. yeah, yeah. So it is divisive. I mean, I'm always going to say whether or not it's a LARP, which was another question, you know, what, whatever QAnon is, whether it's COINTELPRO, LARP, or it's legitimate, I'm always going to say that there was good information within the QAnon drops that I was able to extract and learn things from. So, uh, you know, that's I will stick with that. I think Anonymous is complete fucking cabal now yep and i watched their bill gates video that they did just this summer and i thought there was some fantastic shit in it that i was able to use as ammo in one of my threads yep so you know it doesn't matter just because something's bad doesn't mean it's it's all wrong you know like or it's all false they gotta fucking like you said have some breadcrumbs so i mean my yep. biggest uh what is your what is your biggest regret about this movement and being a part of it um my biggest regret is um man that's a really good question I would probably say just 
confirmation bias in general, you know, like I started within within the Q, like anytime people would say, well, this didn't happen, QAnon predicted it, I would always defend Q for a while, you know, like, so like, I did get caught in that pendulum, as we say, yeah. you know, the QAnon pendulum for a little bit. So that was my biggest regret. But I don't think I ever got like too emotionally invested. I hope not. But um, yeah, that would probably be my biggest one is to like find information that fit the Q narrative for a little yeah. while and then, you know, say it on air. Um, yeah. So and what do you, you think know, the thing you were to, that you're the most proud of that over the last year involving the movement? What do you think the thing that you biggest gained from it or that you're happy about? Um, there was a great awakening. There really was. And and it turned a lot of people on just to investigating and to searching for breadcrumbs and not just accepting the news for what it is without, you know, further investigation. So yeah. I think as far as the great awakening is concerned and getting average people who normally wouldn't even, you know, look a different direction, I think it served its purpose. Yeah. Uh, so to answer it, I mean, I'll say the same thing. I already said the regret of going too far down. Um, you know, the Trump pol political train. Now, I don't want to say Trump, mm -hmm. Trump political train. But um, my greatest happiness was the same as you. So I won't say the same thing, the awakening and, you know, helping people wake up and see the evils that are going on in the world and all that. But honestly, the thing I'm the most proud of was never buying into the fucking Q movement. Yeah. And being willing to stand on that. Even though I did what you did and we, we did, I literally always said, fuck Linwood, fuck Sidney Powell, Fuck these people. They're fucking after. Fuck the QAnon thing. I got, I, I was swayed, but I never went all in on that. So I'm glad I didn't because I felt like I was drifting in that direction. I'm glad I pulled myself out and stepped away from it all for a month and just disappeared from the internet for a month, including our own Gildeds. But um, let's do one or two more. Well, let me say, I'll say one more thing on that because there's a, another question that I really like that I wanted to address. It says, if the Q plan is fake, why is there a need to demonize and delegitimize it from the MSM? And there's a really simple reason for that. Um, if you guys remember 9-11, that was the excuse to go to war with Iraq. So they needed a reason to call Trump supporters, call Republicans, call anybody that goes against the party insurrectionists. So if you notice in the in the attack of January 6th, Q was the center point of of the uh, you know, of the storming of the Capitol, like the QAnon crazy conspiracy theorists. That was their weapon used to call everybody in the MAGA movement. Uh, you know, fucking crazy insurrection conspiracy theorists. That that was the ammunition they needed. I even had people close to me who had no idea who QAnon was ask me if I'm part of the QAnon movement. Like that's what they use as their their weapon to label us insurrectionists, and that's what's going to allow that? them to. Yeah. Did that pop your ears too? That scared the shit out of me. Did you catch that? No. It probably won't come through on the pod, but there was like a tick. like wow, scared the shit out of me, dude. Well, the FBI like hanging up. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, all right, there. All right, we got enough. Oh man, sorry. No, I, no, you're fine. That's pretty much it. So I mean, you know, that's the weapon that was used. If that's what it is, that's what I'm saying. But like, you know, like we always talk about problem, reaction, solution. So you create the problem, you know, manufacture reaction, and then you know the solution is always increase government control. So if you can use QAnon as a weapon to label all patriots, all patriots as insurrectionists, then then that's the the purpose of the, you know. If it is, if it is, you know, what, what, you know, where it could possibly be meaning like a, um, 
you know, a COINTELPRO operation, that that would be your reason to. My, uh, I have the reverse question when people ask that. Well, why did the media give it so much attention? I'll say, why the fuck did the media ignore it for the whole entire summer? Why the fuck yeah. did they leave me alone and let me amass a quarter million followers the whole fucking summer and not touch anyone unless they wanted to fucking make it big enough so that they could expose it and take it down, right? Like if you're right. trying, if you got 10 mice in your house, right? And you got fucking 10 mice running around in different rooms, you know, you want to put a trap in one spot and let's say you had a cage where you were going to drop the cage down over them. Do you want to drop it when there's three mice under it or do you want to drop it when there's 10 mice under it? So they herded all the mice into one spot. They let us grow. <coughs> parlor. They, yep, parlor. And, you know, yep. they let some of us, they, let's see who the main guys are. Let's see who rises to the top. They let it go, let it go. Let, all right, this Tommy G guy, that inevitably T guy. Who's this Kate Awakening? All right, we already know about croaking. Uh, this Bob's lessons guy is useless. Um, and then, <laughs> you know, we'll leave him the fuck alone. You know, and they went and they identified us, and then they fucking basically said, "Thank you." You know, like yeah. like how Parler was making you uh, send in your any other accounts you have with over a hundred thousand person reach, send it into us, and we'll verify you on Parler. And people were just like, "My YouTube has two hundred thousand." My this, and they were like, "Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you." Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, here you get a yellow badge. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Delete them all. You know, like, and leave them here. But uh, all right, let's move it on. I don't want to go two hours. Yeah, on. go ahead. So we'll get to more questions on the next uh, pod. I want to do the school stuff. By the way, the Woody Allen documentary, sure. we're going to talk about it on the next episode. So I want you to watch it. Part one, Woody Allen. Do you know his backstory? Do I? Yeah, like his full backstory. I, mean, I know he like, I know, didn't he marry his 14-year-old? Like, uh, uh, it's worse. He basically molested Mia Farrow's fucking daughter for his whole life and was a creepy fuck and everyone knew about it. And then he fucking married fucking uh, the daughter of his wife that she had from another marriage when she was 16. And it's mm. really disgusting and creepy. And it just shows you how much of this shit was swept under the rug just because, I mean, Jerry Seinfeld had a 17-year-old girlfriend. Like, all these, that's not in the documentary, but I'm just saying, like, the most powerful people, Tom Cruise or Katie Holmes, who looked like she was 10, right, when he was mm. dating her fucking two decades ago. So, you know, it just shows the Woody Allen thing is really eye-opening. I would advise everyone to go watch it. I think it's on HBO. Just circle uh, Allen, versus, Allen v. Farrow. Um, but Woody Allen documentary. Go watch it for next episode, Bob, so that we're caught up and we can talk about it because it's all about high-level elite pedophilia and Woody Allen is the target on the documentary. So, is this where is this available? Um, I you'd have to Google it. I don't know. I'm an adult. It's so not a Netflix thing, is or it? No, I'm always cable. worried if it's on Netflix. Yeah, I have cable. <laughs> oh, you've cable. Yeah, so I'm an adult, <laughs> so I don't know what you kids do to go find your shows and stuff. But uh, no, it's uh, I see that I think it's HBO. Allen B. Okay, uh, as long as it's not Netflix, because if no, it's on it's Netflix, I don't network. trust any. No, Ellen no. uh, B. Farrow channel. Yeah, HBO. Yeah, it's on HBO. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll watch that shit. Yeah, HBO. for sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, because yeah. I mean, he's always, he's been, you know, always propped up as one of the greatest fucking directors of our time, you know? And uh, so, what do you think it is? Why do you think he's being publicly humiliated now? They have no use for him anymore? His last fucking movies have flopped, or what's the deal? Um, don't know. I mean, it's, you know, I'll have to finish it because it's four parts and I've only seen part one. So I want to go through it wow. and see it. But I mean, they're definitely coming after him because he's of no fucking use to them anymore. You know, Bro, I just got done with the last dance with uh, with Michael Jordan uh, in the Bulls. Yeah, right, dude. Right. And, and the whole time, I can't stop thinking of how of awesome. all the people. I think Scottie Pippen's the most Illuminati out of everybody. 
I really mean, do. Let's get into it on the next pod. Let's let's. Do <laughs> we will. I want to do it because I want to get to the school stuff before we get out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. Right. I want to be. I want to spend ten minutes, five minutes going through that, and then let's get out of here. So, uh, basically, uh, I would. You were. You. I'll let you go with this because it's your area of expertise. Um, by the way, if you go back and listen to the podcast from the beginning, Bob, when you do listen to it, I want to hear. I want you to hear yourself basically say you majored in indoctrination. So, <laughs> well, I also got out of it. Yeah, I can talk about that. Well, schools and indoctrination, you were like, you know, I majored in this stuff. You meant teaching, but you majored in indoctrination. Yes. Oh, did I say I majored in no, indoctrination? No, I think you said it, right? I think you covered it, but when you first said it, I was like, did he just say he majored in indoctrination? Well, I mean, essentially, I did. Basically. I majored in indoctrinating. Right. You know? so it's gotten even worse to this point now, Bob. And I want to read my little piece here that then kicked to you to take over, but I just want to show you this one article. That's going on yeah. in Illinois. Uh, it's the beginning of the end for public schools. We called this. We said this a year ago. We knew this was going to happen. Uh, Illinois teachers told to adopt progressive ideology or be fired. Um, this obviously is a little right leaning. But basically what they're doing here is a 52 page fucking document that the teachers of Illinois were given to where they need to start teaching gender identification. People need to kids need to start from K through 12. They need to start identifying themselves as like, I'm Tommy, he, him, and my race is this. And it's all about the um, persecution of the white man. That's basically right. what it is. When they teach history, they have to go into saying how white people were the problem. And basically starting to teach at kindergarten, these teachers are mandated. This is more this is a bigger requirement than their academics. They don't need to know academics. They have to pass a social justice test. In order right. to be able to teach, and you know, once Illinois adopts it, supposedly this is a lifetime adoption too. Once Illinois adopts it, every other state's going to start. Liberal state's going to start adopting it. And basically, what's happening is you're going to have a bunch of 23 year old fucking idiots who don't even know anything about anything. These blue haired fucking kindergarten teachers that are going to run out there. Sorry if anyone's a teacher out there. Not insulting you. I'm just saying, fucking, I don't want a teacher teaching my kid anything about social justice. Being that 95 percent of teachers are liberals, so. You're going to have all these teachers indoctrinating and training these kids in the curriculum, in the curriculum. It's part. They could be fired. They will be fired if they don't do it. Teaching them all this fucking left wing bullshit and pounding it into their brains, which is the reason I said if I have a kid, he's being homeschooled. Bob, you go. I think I'm at the point where I'm going to have to homeschool. Um, and I just want people to understand this. You know, if you have children or think about having children, you really need to be active as far as knowing what your children learns in school and speak out when things are unfair because otherwise the slippery slope is going to continue um it's happening uh within my family where i'm not going to name specifics but members within my family are working for companies like these that are in charge of training teachers on this progressive ideology which then becomes the curriculum mm -hmm. in the school and the principals are signing off on this, okay? And I know firsthand, firsthand of a school, a family member of mine works in where they do things like this. They handed out white masks in solidarity with Kamala Harris uh, being sworn into to office. And they all sat there and watched while all, it's an all girls school. So, I mean, you know, you can have the right. out of this is the first, you know, female yeah. vice president, yada, yada, yada. But this same school four years ago didn't show the Trump inauguration, didn't show anything Trump. Right. Basically, 
presidents didn't exist for four years under the Trump administration. And the same school is, uh, you know, implementing this progressive program. And I'll tell you what the fucking program is called. It's called Facing History in Ourselves. And you can go to facinghistory.org. You can read all about it. I'll, I'll click on the about us and you can read the, I mean, just from the first fucking sentence, it says, at Facing History in Ourselves, we believe bigotry and hate that we witness today are the legacy of brutal injustices. Facing our collective history and how it informs our attitudes, blah, 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 we address racism, anti-Semitism, and prejudice. So all this shit has to do with like the progressive ideologies, um, and it's all about activism. Activism through sports, mm -hmm. activism through art, activism through history. But it's very, oh, part of this curriculum also is like retraining people, uh, children, um, about when the country was founded, you know, basically saying yep. that it was, the land was stolen. Yep. Yep. They're rewriting history. That's the biggest yep. thing that they're doing. They're literally rewriting the history books as we know they've been doing. And then teaching people to hate. By pretending so, to teach inclusion and love, they're actually teaching people to hate. That's what they're doing. And that's the scary thing. And I listen, I, I taught for three years. I talked to a lot of teachers and the one and there's a lot of teachers that are, disagree with this. But here's what happens. They go to their faculty meetings and they're saying this is the curriculum that we're going to be teaching next year. And nobody speaks out against it. Why? Because they could lose their fucking jobs. If the administration wants this curriculum and we say, I don't think this is the best interest of our children. Well, guess what? You know, Mr. Bob that teaches fifth and sixth grade history, you don't get to make that decision. This was a decision made by the administration. We're bringing in these facing history curriculum teachers to teach the curriculum. So I've yep. talked to a lot of these teachers who are against it, and they're saying that this is happening all over the school. There's BLM curriculums. There's there's um, all kinds of things, and they're afraid to speak out because they want to keep their job. And if the administration supports these types of things, then, you know, you're not going to speak out if you want to keep your job, you know? And so then I end up hearing from it, from all the teachers. So, you know, the big inside joke at these schools is they call it facing liberalism instead of facing history. So, I mean, this is happening everywhere. And if it's starting in Illinois and they're, and they're implementing it, it's going to trickle down everywhere, you know? So this is the time now that, we really need to make sure that we keep our schools safe. Cause once the schools are gone, like the fucking ideological subversion, like oh, it's fucking it. over. Yeah, yeah. It's over. It. Yeah. It's and there. <laughs> we'll get into this more on the next pod. Cause I don't want to go too long on this pod, but um, make sure that we bookmark this Bob. Cause I'm not done with this topic yet. I just know we're an hour and 45 minutes in and you know, people are probably getting tired of hearing our voices. So I don't want to drag it on too long. But the, I mean, we, we literally were, I mean, I think we did our job. I think we did an hour and 15 minute podcast. I think we just added a 30 minute preface to the beginning as to why we had to pivot, which I felt like was important. So no, um, that's good. Yeah. So I think we, I think we did as good as me and you could do alone. I mean, we're fucking retarded. So I think we did fine. Uh, <laughs> but so the, uh, but yes, this is a big issue. This is a major problem. It's something we're going to be talking a lot about. So you're going to see us talking about how they are basically demonizing um, white people. That's what's happening. That's they're They're trying to change the curriculum. They're trying to basically, I see the fucking videos. If you guys check my Instagram at create the mayhem, check it, Bob. I don't know if you've seen my story with the fucking, the kids in the cages, Oh yeah, yeah. Playing, That's dude, a, it's just <laughs> most insane shit. Ever. They have them in little tents and shit, playing the fucking flute and the saxophone. And then there's a there's another one where they have them playing the flute with a coal cut in their mask. 
Like, not their mask up or off. Like, cut in it. Like, they're wearing, like, the mask I wore as a joke. Actually, I got to post the side-by-side of that on Instagram. I'll do that right when we get off. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just fucking insanity what's going on right now. Be ready. So this is what me and Bobby want to attack. This is what we want to attack going forward. Things that can help you make change. You ain't picking the president. You ain't doing that. You can't do anything but vote, and that's over. So we'll deal with that in 2024. But for right now, what you can do if they're doing this shit to your kids in school, advice that we can give you, I'll tell you the first thing you do. If you're pissed off at what's going on in your school, trust me, half this country voted Trump. If you don't believe that, then you're retarded. So maybe you could say 70% of this country did. If you believe the election was stolen and if you believe that there's a shitload of silent majority Republicans that are out there, then if there's 100 parents in your school, trust me, 40 of them to 70 of them are pissed off about this shit and just won't say anything. So do what we did on Twitter and on Instagram and we, did, we preach on this podcast. Stand up, fucking make a scene and rally people. Because if you're a parent of someone who's having this happen to your kids in school, Go talk to other parents. Go raise a stink. And trust me, just go cause a scene about it and watch. Two or three other parents will come over and be like, you know what? I didn't want to say anything, but I agree with you. All right, well, come with me. And then you start forming an army to go at them and stop this bullshit that's happening in your school. You're not alone. There's tens, if not hundreds of other parents in that school that fucking also want this shit to stop. But someone's got to raise a stink about it first. Someone's got to lead the charge and be the Trojan horse. Let it be you. And trust me, they'll come out of the woodwork. Everyone was afraid to talk conspiracy because they thought they'd be ostracized and isolated. Then all of a sudden, all their fucking friends came out and were like, you know what? I've been a Trump supporter for a long time, too. You know what? I always thought there was something weird about space. And next thing you know, you got a community. So speak up and get out there and don't let this shit fucking happen in your school. Yeah, I mean, and that's what allows you to do things like, you know, it, I'll just touch upon this real quick because it just made me think about this. Like, remember the G- Gillette commercial that was demonizing the male? And now we have this Coca-Cola commercial that was like, be less white. You know, there was a company, oh, there was a company-wide, uh, there was a, a insider within Coca-Cola that, that this is why this is important to speak out, that that screenshotted like a PowerPoint presentation that was going on within Coke talking about the being less white and all the different things that you have to do, like be less racist, you know, and and then Coca-Cola comes out with this woke commercial where the polar bears are making like a snowman and then they put like Woca-Cola and they put like a BLM mask and like Mm -hmm. African garb on this fucking snowman. Like Like they're liberals during the debates. That's exactly what it was. Dude, I swear to God, during the commercial, I thought they were going to pour Coke on the snowman to make the Coke, uh, <laughs> make the snowman brown. Yeah, dude. I thought that they were going to do that shit. I was like, please pour Coke on that fucking snowman and make him brown. Please do that. That would be, but then I guess that would be blackface. So like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That would be, yeah. That wouldn't be allowed. Blackface <laughs> a snowman. Yeah. So this is what we're saying. We're just saying, like, you know, if you see something, say something, speak up, you know, like because the, the, the curriculum is how how they infiltrate, you know, and that that's really where the battle is being fought, you know, in school systems, in like uh, entertainment and, and uh, you know, pop culture. So that, that's kind of where my eye and focus is going to be, you know, going forward to. I mean, listen, I've fucked enough school teachers to know that there's a lot of fucking dumb liberal school teacher girls and boys out there who are manipulating the minds of your children while they're at a manipulated an age where they're easy to be manipulated. So um, keep your eye on that. That's why I got out of it, man. Uh, Honestly, that's why I got out of teaching. And part of me is like, man, you should have stayed in. 
you know, yeah. you should have stayed in and fought for it. But I like, wish you would have. Wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't be here, probably. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But anyway, let's get oh, the, the fuck out of here, Robert. Any final words for these people? Uh, no, I just, listen, I, I've enjoyed this podcast. I was really excited. Um, I'm starting to do a lot of research, you know, on my own again, which is fun. So I just think the important thing, you know, that we need to not lose focus on is that keeping it fun and entertaining, like I was saying, and, and to make sure that that is uh, the number one priority, not to pander, not to, you know, do anything that's not genuine to who we are because that's what got us to where we are right now. Yeah, I think you do need to start doing that. And I'm going to be exactly who I am because I'm amazing. <laughs> so if we could just get Bobby to to fall in line, I'm going to be my great usual self. And I think we're going to fucking crush it. So make sure you follow us uh, on Instagram, Twitter. You can follow at 4DeepMedia, number 4DeepMedia everywhere. Uh, me, Create the Mayhem, at Create the Mayhem on Instagram. And Bobby, you are at Bob's Lessons on some and at Sideshow yeah. Bob on the others. So figure it out on your own. Right? <laughs> and uh, follow Uncle Danny at Uncle Danny uh, Pocono. That's Danny, no mercy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, give his, I'll give him his plug since we didn't have time to call him. But for yeah. Bob's lessons, I am Tommy G. Good luck. Stay questioning, motherfucker. Well, it's the No Mercy Podcast with Tommy G. We sure like talking about conspiracies. The party begins when we're four drinks deep. That's when we start trying to rip pill the sheep. Create the mayhem, we create the mayhem. The bot is a gay alien. Create the mayhem, we create the mayhem.